You're you're listening to underrepresented representatives. Mm. Underrepresented representatives with your host, no. Miss Naja Imani Muhammad, aka Queen Najita, aka Hey, <laughs> nasty nausea in your area about to cause mass hysteria. AKA they rubbing in the tentation. Tizzy, rocking the mic. Michael Jackson in the Jackson 5. I ain't mad at you. That's what she do every I time. I ain't mad at you. AKA, you know, the princess. The princess is here. She get it from her mama. You know? And um, our co-host, uh, David Quill. Yeah, that's um, me. That's, uh, yeah, that's, yes, that's exactly what I get. Yes. If you all hear another voice today, we're super excited. We're going to do sponsorships later, but let's just introduce, we have a special episode today. We're going to have two guests. And the first guest is none other than the one, the only, the candidate, Mr. <laughs> Ali T. Muhammad. Connor, add some like a uh, crowd. Oh, crowd sound effects there. There you are. What's Yo, up, Ali, man? How you doing? <laughs> hey, hey. hey. Yeah. What's up, man? Ali, I'm good, man. I'm tired, man. The candidate, how you doing? I'm doing a lot. Peace, Waldis. Peace, Waldis. <laughs> what up, Waldis, um, though? <laughs> shout out day? to Waldis. Um, Garcia. It's been a crazy day. I'm feeling well. It's Ramadan. This is my favorite time of the year. I feel so peaceful. I feel so pure. Mm. Uh, I feel so sustained. Today has been unexpected, and I haven't had one of those days in a while. That's mm. good. Keep yeah. you on your toes. Ten toes down. And it's only what? Down. It's not even two o'clock. What so time is it? What is time even? What's going to happen next? Wow. This what is, is, we're going to have an intellectual episode. What is, what is life, time? guys? Who what are we? Speaking of what is time and who are we, we introduce who you are, but who are you, Ali? Who are you and what do you stand for? Mm. Other than, of course, my my big brother big and bro. Dave's when best friend. When people ask you what you stand for, you know, this is my problem. And I, and I was told by a guy, um, you got to answer questions better. You got to answer questions directly. And he's right. He was right. It's such a hard question because I could talk to you about that the whole time. We mm. talk. Mm. Yeah. What do you stand for? You can't just say that in two words. I stand for this. What does that even mean? And what is this? And why do you stand for this? And it's like um, people are getting this now a little bit more because of Killer Mike about uh, purpose and making sure that your practice matches your purpose. At least that's my saying. So if you're going to support Black-owned businesses... You got to make sure that you're going to getting black food. You're getting, uh, where's that food getting farmed? Who's farming that food, right? Yeah. Where, who are they banking with? Soap, everything. So, so my point is, it's never that easy. What do I stand for? Um, <laughs> black soap, I'm saying. <laughs> black soap. I stand for people. Mm. I stand for people being united. I stand for people in a broken system. I stand for helping our elderly. I stand for helping our youth. I stand for helping our disabled. I stand for helping our abled. I stand mm. for humankind, if that means anything. Absolutely, bars. Oh, <laughs> I stand for us. I stand for myself. I stand for accountability. I stand for integrity. I stand for making sure that no matter what we're doing, whenever the time is right, we're doing the right thing because the time is always right to do the right thing. That's right. I stand Thank against you. corruption. I stand against hate. I stand against, an, uh, Malcolm, what did it say? Martin Luther King said, an injustice anywhere is an injustice to everyone. True. I believe today's Malcolm X Day or what is what is today exactly? Mm. Somebody Google that. It's Ali Day. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, stand for something or fall for anything. I'm a firm believer in that. So, simply put, I stand for humankind. Beautiful. And we stand with Ali. All day. 
Today's episode is sponsored by... <laughs> Stand without... Let me stop. <laughs> Today's episode, Ali, we are going to get into it. I want to uh-huh. jump right in. You know, we have a little bit of a structure, but everything that you said, I'm like, I'm boiling to, mm-hmm. to hear more. So it's amazing. Today's episode, however, is sponsored by Virtue. Morals over money. Yes. Dave, tell me a little bit about that real quick. Let them know. Virtue. All right. That's it. That's the brand. That's the brand. That's it. You see us? I stand for virtue. We out here. Shout out to Ed. Today's hey. episode is also sponsored by Yahweh. You are worth it. You'll hear a little bit more about that later. Yes, sir. And it is sponsored by... Naja knows. You know that Naja knows. Look out for more episodes. Finally, it is sponsored by... Are you breaking off already? Huh? You breaking off already on me? Yo, let's see. Yo, that goes solo. Solo career. Finally, today's episode is sponsored by Milo's Drool. Milo is uh, a beautiful puppy, one year, two months, and he's been drooling everywhere. And he's obedient, right? You know, he's obedient. He's drooling. My iPad is covered. And uh, thank you for that sponsorship, Milo. Watch that iPad seven times. Listen, exactly. All praise. All praise. All praise. All praise. Shout out to Allah. They diminish. I replenish. (laughs) (laughs) So Ali, we have quite a bit that we want to chat with you about today. And I feel like we already got into it. Um, One of our topics, which is a mini topic, kind of brings me to what you were talking about. You said it's it's difficult to answer the question, what do you stand for? Because how do you answer that in a sentence, right? Yeah. So um, shout out to Connor, you know. Engineer. Sound engineer. Connor, how you, who calling me? Connor, how you feel today? Feel great. Feel great? We're calling you in a little bit earlier than we normally do. Um, so Connor, we were chatting on our car right over here, and he was telling me that he was out recently, and there was a debate about the question, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And the woman he was talking with was kind of like, I don't like it. It's an annoying question because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much that we do. And and when you meet someone, how, how do you answer that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so open-ended, right? So we're kind of wondering, Ali, what's your stance on the question, what do you do? And if you have alternatives to what you would say if you were just meeting someone and you wanted to know kind of like what they were about. It's so brilliant. uh, What's the best question? question? Because I can't stand it either. Mm. And I believe that we're the only country, the only people that that do this. I was in Bogota, Colombia, and it was an experience that changed my life. I was there for a month. And nobody asked, what do you do? And when they asked, how are you? Yeah, I said drop. That's a bar. Or was that a bell? <laughs> <laughs> um, when they asked, uh, they asked, "How are you?" and it wasn't a colloquialism, you know. They didn't. What just is say, that? Hold on for the for the people at home. What's that? Well, it wasn't just like <laughs> a saying, right, like peace go. or good morning yeah. or whatever. It's just like you say, "How are you?" and it's like, "Good morning." Got you. No, like, how are you doing? Like, what yeah. does it, what does it mean? Yeah. How yeah. is your life? What's going on with you? So I think quite often people ask. Um, what do you do? Because they want to know your stature in life. Mm. Yeah, because if what's you tell your title? Them so, if you tell them something they don't want to hear, oh, I'm a janitor. Play around a little bit. Mm. Oh, I, jan- yeah, I clean toilets. And you'll see how they don't want to interact with you anymore. Mm. Right? I don't really make up stuff, so it's, I've never done that. But I can only imagine someone who doesn't meet the quote-unquote standards of what society says is important enough to talk to. Yeah. Right. So I don't like it. Um, I've never liked it, but it really didn't dawn on me. I didn't like it until I traveled other places and realized that we don't need people that do that. Yeah. Really? It's a, from, I mean, and I'm, I'm making no, a, gr- no, no, a no. great generalization. Yeah, but. it makes sense. I think a lot of people it's funny that we're talking about that specifically, because when I quit my job in January, in mm-hmm. February and March, Rolls over money all day. 
people were so confused. Like they would ask, what are you doing? I'm like, I live life. Yeah. Like I'm living like what's wrong. Like what's wrong with you? Buddy of mine says I'm living whenever I'm asking how he's doing. That's it. Or I tell him maintaining. Mm -hmm. I go, I'm maintaining. They're like, what's that? I'm like, maintaining. Like, I'm right. on this earth. I'm not worried about whatever you're thinking about. Right. Like, whatever you're thinking about is the exact opposite of what I'm thinking. Exactly. So it's interesting. It's mm -hmm. interesting. I do like it. Yeah. Well, so what do you ask instead? What's an alternative I for you? I thought you were going to ask me what I do. And I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I do instead? I ask, how are you doing? But then again, that's when somebody said, that doesn't mean anything. I was like, well, I am actually asking. So now I, I actually like, want to know how are you know. doing. So I say peace. Well, you like you're talking about the introduction, like how I guess how, how do you introduce yourself, or how say, do you be kind to people in general? Not even if you're at at an event, maybe networking, for yeah. example, and you want to know kind of what someone's about, what they're working on, right? I do not like the question, what do you do? Because for me, I'm like, well, that's gonna take me 15 minutes to answer. I give a snide remark, everything. I give a snide remark. I don't know. I, I I dive into it. I just I act myself. If you meet I just some, overload them with a lot. But that's if you're asked it. If you meet someone and you yeah. want to know kind of what they're working on, what would you say? I understand you say how are you, but let's say you're getting to the point where you want to know. What I just they talk do. to people. To be completely honest, I just talk to them. Um, I don't ask them what do you do. Mm. I just talk to them. Mm. So you open yourself up first, and then yeah, like, let them because it'll come out. Hi, my name's Ali. I am Keisha. Uh, What's going on? How are you doing? Well, I, I yeah. want to know more about them. How are you doing? What's, why are you here today? Yeah, for example. What brought, what brought you here? Mm -hmm. And then we might lead. I don't know. If you're listening, if you're an active listener, you can figure things out. Yeah. There's people that I spoke to that I didn't even, we didn't even get to, the, we got so caught up in the conversation, names and uh, occupations never really came up Man. until we followed up with each other. Oh, by the way, you do this? Oh, yeah. that's dope. Which I love that. you. And the thing is, you get to know people. We've, we're brother and sister. We've grown up together, and we learn new allegedly. things about each other. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't look alike at all. Yeah, I When, when Connor person. and I reconnected, right, <laughs> and we decided to, like, work on this podcast, I don't think it ever came up. Like, oh, Naja, what, what do you do in the city? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, shout out to Connor. <laughs> the one person. Nah, let me stop. But, yeah, we, we chatted, and we decided, nah, we need to link up. Nah. Because we have similar ideas. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, see? I ain't the only one oh, that be saying Season finale. <laughs> Going big. Right. Had to, had to right. save Milo this for Connor is cool. Yeah. Right. Connor's good people. Connor. Yo, listen, good Connor's people. making us sound good. Connor's good I people. Like, um, I like the question. Dave and I were talking about this in Connor, too. I like, what are you passionate about? That's something I like to ask people, not because I'm trying to figure out what they do. I truly, similar to how you want to know how someone's doing. I like to know what someone's passionate about. Um, I do meet a lot of artists. So instead of being like, what do you do when I already know that they're an artist? I don't need to know that they're working at a barista unless they're passionate about that. But I like to hear like what people are working on, right? Shout out to Kavan Massenberg. Who's that? Um, he's a he's someone that I've been paying attention to. I met him. I'd like to say we're friends. Um, I'd like to say I look up to him. He's a lot younger than us. Uh, he grew up in Indianapolis and lived a rough life. And he's surviving right now. Mm -hmm. And um, he's got a sweatshirt and a mission... Um, in a business uh, to reach a billion people with sweatshirts that say, what's oh, yeah. your purpose? Show me, yeah. And it's a what's blank your space. Purpose? So that's 
And, but I but I think that's Season important, two? right? What's uh, your purpose? That's dope. a good question to ask somebody instead of what do you do? What's your purpose in life? Yeah, and I that's like much that. more fulfilling to me. I like that. And yo, that, how do you already know our structure? You know, later on we do <laughs> shout outs to people in the community doing their thing. Uh, I'm just you know. I like that. <laughs> we must be related. The one thing that I was asked when I was on a plane flying back from Atlanta to New York, someone asked me what my way of being was, mm. and I thought that was very interesting. Just because, like, what's your way of being? To be changes everything yeah. it's like what do you what do you mean and i got offended when he first asked it i was like what do you mean what's my way of being yeah. like, i'm here like what's the difference word, man. What you exactly mean? but tell me a little bit more about where you just came from i'm pretty interested dave you can't make this stuff up. i know um, talk to it so i'm preparing myself because a people a couple people on my campaign team were telling me how i need to get the videos out i need to get people to know my name more etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, I've been working on this video for about two and a half months just because, you know, time, mm. time trying to add up, time trying to connect, um, start a new job. Yeah. And so as uh, we were wrapping up, a constituent of mine uh, called me, mm. a senior citizen called me and told me that the senior high rise on Lake Drive in Newburgh, New York was out of power. There was mm. a there was a transformer um, or transmitter that blew in Cornwall. Somehow that's connected. And um, can you take that off him? Um, uh, it blew and all the senior lights were out. All the mm. seniors' power was out. So we made sure... Um, I'm sorry, this music is throwing me off. <laughs> hey. It brings the neighborhood in. It does. We love um, it. So the power was out, which meant seniors' life on respiratory support was messed up. Mm. They didn't have it. Yeah. So they were concerned. But most importantly, they were concerned because... The people that they were speaking with um, told them that they couldn't get there until 6 p.m. So they had already gone two and a half hours without the lights and without the power. And so nobody was picking up. The mayor apparently wasn't picking up. City council members weren't picking up. Chief of police and I don't know who else wasn't picking up. Um, I don't even know who you're supposed to call. To be honest, as much as I would like to take a shot right now, um, mm. this is big on the supervisors of that management group. Um, they didn't pick up. They got a brand new generator mm. that didn't work. And so these people were stranded and they're panicking. Yeah. yeah. I picked up. Mm. And when she told me what was happening, I called a bunch of people, called who I could, um, answered her call, went there and provided hope and help with these people for these people. Hope and help. Um, and they needed it. They're in panic mode. I got into panic mode. Like, mm. not panic mode, like, oh, no. no. Like, like, I seen a rat in the store the other day. And I <laughs> that was panic mode. I was sick. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the floor is loud, but you, you were know, hanging from the I ceiling. I was sick, but uh, I didn't know I could jump so high. <laughs> yeah. But these folks needed help. Can't jump. So you, <laughs> Shout out to the basketball league. <laughs> you got no hops. Um, and so I had to kind of remain calm, or at least appear to be yeah. calm. And from walking up dark stairs, trying to help women down the stairs, um, to providing support and answers and advocacy. I called people that needed help. Um, the one woman hung up. Mm. Um, I called the helpline that, you know, it was supposed to just pick, it was supposed to just leave messages. And apparently they, you had people working there that told them they couldn't even speak to them. These are seniors. These are people that, if you consider that it takes a village to raise a child, these are the folks that you need to learn from the most. Mm. And we don't. And so they need our support early and often and the most. And I'm glad that I was there. And they kept thanking me because we kept calling. And then finally the lights came back on. Mm. But it was Deborah Danzi. 
It was Deborah Danzi, their advocate, who got them lights back on. She was calling. She was fighting. I just showed up. Chloe and I just showed up. We helped. We did what we could. Yes, I participated. Yes, I made calls. Yes, I was a bulldog. But point blank, if she didn't help first... And she, and she and politically she might not have because she's this she's that but this supersedes that's why we always say people over politics mm-hmm. yeah because you need help yeah. these folks need help I was hoping that these folks these folks would show up <laughs> real quick edit post production nah, don't edit that <laughs> keep it keep clowns it follow keep clowns follow clowns <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying so All I'm glad right. that Deborah Danzi called I'm glad no, I had the time and I was able to pick up it was really cool seeing that I'm not gonna lie just sitting yeah. there from what you were doing how you were talking and what you were going through and seeing you make those calls it's something that most people don't get a chance to see so I definitely appreciated seeing it but seeing you know even we have a podcast but still there was something more important that needed to be handled Sorry which I appreciate that, no yeah. no no that, that's not what I'm saying it right. for I'm saying it for that you put what was more important in front of what maybe responsibilities you may have had. Well, you showed up. It's exactly what you said. And people don't show up, right? Right. Everyone feels that they can be an activist behind a screen. And honestly, sometimes it starts there. At least that's better than not being quiet, right? Mm -hmm. Show up if you have the ability to, because one day we won't. Right. So that's beautiful that you did, honestly. Thank you. Um, no, thank you. Shout out to Deborah Danzi. Deborah Danzi. Yeah, she showed up and she double did blow. what she could. Yeah, like you said, blow. people over politics. I don't really know much about her and I don't need to right now. I can Google on my own. But from what I'm hearing from you, maybe that's not like the, what is it? Not the part of town she's supposed to she advocate lives there. for? So okay. she's the vice president of the Democratic Committee. She's mm. not supposed to politically be supporting me because I'm not endorsed by the party yeah still want she your called help, the mayor she called council members she called these people and i don't know what they're doing I, you know what i'm trying to say yeah it's a sunday um, but it's just yeah right or it's whatever but it's just like thankfully i was able to yeah. it's yeah. the way it works that's all that's all it comes down to it's just showing up yeah. absolutely so the biggest thing we wanted to talk to you about today and you already have dove in with it is community engagement hey and you're talking about it already, right? The question I had is how do we get people involved? How do you get people involved? How have you been involved yourself? I, you know, as a little boy to a grown a grown man, yeah. how have you been getting involved? So I just want to hear about that cuz I know it's something that you stand for, right? You want to be engaged with the community and um I want you to kind of shed light on that a little bit. I show up so for talk people. To us. Yeah. Period. Well, why are you involved? Because people need support. Hmm. I wish it was a long-winded answer. Yeah. What no. you stand for is, to me, I could write a thesis paper and keep writing on that. People need support. Showing How do you get people involved? Ballot. That I struggle at that. Yeah. I don't call myself a leader for a reason. Mm. Yo, he knows our structure for real. <laughs> 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 I get. Uh-huh. Did we send you an email? No. Nah. <laughs> you you did. I know you didn't read it. Oh, that is you crazy. did though, Josh. I'm to Josh good, coming Josh later. Is that. Josh, that is crazy. Yeah, we. Um. Yeah. I mean, really, like it's just people. I mean, humans need support, and a woman said that to me recently, and I. When I, I listen, and it just makes sense, and it wraps it up, and so you have to show up for folks, and I just do things like I don't do it for the press, I don't do it for the hype. I could have cameras and press everywhere over the last decade of things, but I'd rather do things organically. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and since I started running for office, people think I do things for politics, and it's like, no, I'm a public servant. Mm-hmm. It's what our parents did. Yeah. But I wasn't gonna be a teacher, and well, I'm not gonna be an imam. So it was just like I've given two kutbahs though. I know. Listen, you know what I'm saying. Awesome. So like, cut for anyone yeah, who's wondering is 
No. Oh, all right. Tell them what it is. You know, we don't want to lose listeners. Inclusion, man. Inclusion. Come on, man. So, a cut by. Inform the folk. Inform the folk. What was that? Go ahead, Najee. It uh, most clearly translates to sort of like a sermon um, in Islam. Nice. That's what we want people to hear. Y'all, yes. All praise. All praise. So, So, tell me something. They diminish. Assalamu alaikum. No oink from me. Based on based on that, based on that, like what you're talking about right there and then. What have you learned from your mother and your father that keeps you going every morning? Human service is the best thing that someone in our family can do. I can't put it. I can't generalize it to everybody else. Mm -hmm. But the Muhammad's need to be helping people. The Mm. Muhammad's need to be helping people. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. It don't matter what. We need to help folks. Yeah. Help. I could be, we could do, we make money out here mm. in a lot of different ways. Mm. I've been counting dirty money. I've been counting money both ways. <laughs> coming for you know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm telling you we need to do the freestyle. Bring the you freestyle know, section just, back. I'm just saying Yo, like. <laughs> where are you getting these from? <laughs> That's just, Can you imagine? But like, I didn't want to be negative. I didn't want to get locked up. Mm, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? You know, Dave, I remember that. You know, I, remember, so I like, honestly remember that. You know, You're the one so, that put that in my head. What where can I don't. We, what yeah. can we do? And then there's also like, I don't have a college degree. Um, I, there's certain things that we can do. I got a bunch of, I think, brilliant ideas, but I want to help folks. Mm. And God willing, I'm going to live to 111. Mm. So I got time. Yeah. And if I don't, I don't. You know, we're struggling to make ends meet, but I made more money this past year than I ever have in my life. Let's get it. So it's just moving forward, doing the things that I love to do, that I'm passionate about, following my purpose, making sure that my practices mm. match my purpose. Right? What is faith? What is faith without deeds is dead. Mm. The yo, the quotes, I know. the quotes today, but it's so true. Been All right, so we already went through the whole "What do you do?" We're not going to say that. However, I do is know this thing on. <laughs> Mike, check. You did recently get a new job, J O B. I'm talking specifically with job because yeah. you have so many ways that you serve people. Yeah. Can you tell us about that new job? Because I was excited to hear about it. I make money working for Dutchess County government. Mm. Uh, I work in the family services building department. I am the Dutchess County Youth and Community Engagement Specialist, a created position uh, to help an initiative called the Path to Promise, where we're focusing on making sure that children, youth uh, from zero to 19 in Dutchess County have opportunities from cradle to career. Mm. The community engagement aspect of it, I'm really starting to um, wrap my head around because I met with a, a father who has drug problems, 10-year-old kid in the community. And no one was there to speak to him. No one was there. He called my number by accident. Mm. So I was talking to him, and a few people have done that, and I just felt it in him, so I said, you want to meet up? And I, was, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to, but I let my supervisor know. I did it, and he ended up getting help. And we've communicated a couple times since then. He's in a 30-day rehab right now. But the point is, I'm here to help folks, yeah. and I get to get paid to do it now. That's beautiful. Specifically that, but the path to promise is a great opportunity because no matter if you got both parents, both of them are CEOs, um, but you a latchkey kid and you're by yourself and you got a bunch of money, or you don't have any parents, you're living with your grandmother in Tubman or 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 or, or Rip Van Winkle projects in Poughkeepsie or Forrester Heights or something, and you you a latchkey Davies. kid or you don't got kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Davies. No day. <laughs> um and so it's like Everyone needs support. Everyone needs help. And they got it broken down to different categories. Um, I'm a one-man person for this job. I cover all of Dutchess County. Wow. One of the ideas that I want to bring to them is break it down to regional, south, west, north, east. Um, 
to help these youth. Um, there's 13 school districts in Dutchess County. I have to cover all of them right now. Mm. We got about $5 million we're playing around with um, come 2020 for the budget. Who needs these services? Who needs this work? Positive youth, exactly. <laughs> Listen. Positive youth development. Look at you know 18. what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, people need support. We've got a lot of non-for-profits that um, need to do better. Yeah. We've got a lot of anger institutions that need to do better. We've got a lot of politicians and elected officials that need to do better. Do better. We've got community ma- members that need support and need their voices heard. There's a lot of people that don't know nothing about uh, Path to Promise. Yeah. You know, they hired an outside agency to do the, the, the program. So moving forward, now they have a face from this community yeah. to help get the word out there. There's a lot of pressure. And, and I have relationships with folks that don't agree with everything that's going on i've got relationships with folks that created this i've got relationships with folks in between but and i don't know how to play play the fence so i'm out here in the field 10 toes down trying to help as many people as possible it's just and beautiful. be as organized as possible and you're helping people in every aspect of your life which yes. is cool and now you're getting paid yes um every aspect of your life we're sitting in this beautiful home Shout out to Chloe Swain. I was going to say, are you supporting and helping in that regard? I see these floors look clean. Have you been cleaning them? Are you doing the dishes? Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, stand with the people. Happy are you standing wife, with Chloe? Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I, I, I'm getting better at it. These shiny floors came from me. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you, 90% of this house is Chloe Swain. Gotcha. Beautiful. And it's a partnership. 95% of it. But that's not partnership. That's full load. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She pays rent. She does everything. Like she's out here. She cooks. Mm. She works full time. Like she does more than me. Mm. It's on point. I love As you that. admit it. And I love exactly. I love that you can say it and you can admit it with a smile on your face. That's beautiful. <laughs> 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 crab beans, smile. <laughs> you know, but it's time to step up. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's on me. It's on me. She beautiful. does a lot. She's showing me the ropes. Mm. Stay humble. Gotta learn Stay first. Yeah, yeah. Chloe, Chloe you heard? <laughs> Yo, we've all lived with no, you. Connor, you next. They got no, another room. <laughs> we live together. Yeah, so you already know what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? College. We live together in the same room. Shout out to Pravi. Shout out to Holly Grove. Pravi Slayers. Put on every song. Holly Grove. Well, this one up. All right, so we're we're coming to we're coming to the end with you. You've said a lot. You're amazing. We're gonna get you out here because you got some basketball to play, right? Hey, championship. I'm going to get a three-pointer or two. Let's get you. Where are you playing on You're the three? I'm in Wait, the tell me about the championships. What's Terrence the, uh, Wright, shout yeah. out to Terrence Wright. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. He passed away when we were freshmen. And when we came back home, um, not from prison, um, when we came back <laughs> yeah, home, and I wasn't sure really clarify. in college either, yeah. um, I was running away. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. another story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Season two. I didn't see a lot going on in the community. I saw a lot of people complaining. And one of the easiest things to do was to organize. So we started the basketball league and it's still going. And um, Terrence, Terrence could have been in the NBA right now. Um, I don't know, seven? I'm not exactly sure how many years. It's been a while. Um, but we try to do two seasons a year. And it's only growing. Uh, this is our smallest season yet. And it was, I would say, um, the weakest and strongest, if it makes any sense. That does. Um, and then we have the summer league about to pop off. But um, I finally got a chip last summer. I'm going for a back-to-back. I'm in the chip today. Oh I haven't played God. in two years chip. since I broke my leg. You got the best um, team, probably, recruited. Oh, I stack up. Yo, there's so much to talk <laughs> to you about, though. Like, yo, you, know? you broke your leg. You overcame yeah. that. There's a powerful picture of you where you're, you're, you're 
canvassing, right? You're campaigning. Yeah. I don't know the words, Walking the terms. Lex is pushing yeah, me. Push. Yeah, and you're shout being pushed in a wheelchair. Shout out to the home team. Shout out to Dre. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Chi Chi. Shout out to Steven. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Angel with the handheld phone. And, you know, and, and anybody that made a miss, tell Terrell. Me to Sean. Shout out to Terrell Clark. Shout out to Tariq Davis. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my people. Uh, you know, David, you out here. <laughs> Proud Box. Hey, Yowie. Yowie. Yeah, we foreshadowing. Wow, yeah. Real homies. Quins. I know I'm missing people out here, but like real love, you know. And shout out to everybody who really embraced us over here. All of a sudden, he sounded like a rapper. (laughs) He went from yes, you know. Rapping when I get it retired. Mm. Yeah, be a battle rapper. ATM after I'm president. Mm. Listen, let's go. Oh, praise. Obama about to drop an album. He should. (laughs) Now that's beautiful, though. I mean, you know, mommy used to sing us a song, "High Hopes," and and. I think of you when I hear that song, for real. And I don't say things I don't mean, because there's mm. plenty of things I think about for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the the song is like, just what makes a little old ant think he can move that yeah. rubber tree plant. Because yeah. he's got high hopes, right? Yeah. A rubber tree plant, an ant moving something, it's, is it impossible? No. Not yeah. if you have high hopes and if you have a team supporting you. And there's been times where you've had a team and times when you've been your own team. And I just love that you... Don't give up and you're just striving. So that's beautiful. Thank you. Um, Thank you. All right. So a couple questions we ask all our guests and then I'm actually let you introduce our next guest for this episode. You already shouted out a little bit. Not yet. Not yet. You know, Mm. he's in the corner. He's doing some laps. He's throwing some punches. You already know. (laughs) Yowie. All right. Who? Oh, we already said that. (laughs) All right. What does the phrase underrepresented representatives mean to you? That's fire. That's fire. I didn't answer it, but it's fire. Underrepresented representatives what does it mean to me? It means folks that are doing their best, but they're not getting the love that they need and the support that they need to thrive, right? There's a lot of Michael Jordans out there that didn't get that chance because they didn't have the support, the structure, you know what I'm saying, at home or whatever, in the community. I'm one of those folks, you know what I'm saying, not from the home, but it's like everybody wants to jump on when you popping. Mm -hmm. And they will, and I have learned the word magnanimous because I take things personally like partisans say and other people I'm sensitive about my stuff yeah. I'm a political artist I'm a governmental shark I'm trying to do things yeah, I out love here. him I love you know him I mean? we should hang out yeah, more I can't it's the it truth I've been waiting I've, I got a voice that wants to be heard yeah. and I want to advocate for others I'm an underrepresented <clears throat> representative because I'm out here and also something I've learned is some of my brothers said to me once a white brother said to me because um, y'all brothers <laughs> <laughs> and he said you don't Shout represent me you serve us mm. ooh Mm. Truth, truth. Yeah, that's right. truth. And when I tell the people you don't represent me, then they be like, "Yes, you do." Yeah. And it's like, dang, you, you can't win, you can't lose. But realistically, it's I'm here to serve and be a public servant. But I'm here to represent myself. Mommy and Daddy always said to us, "Be the best Muslim you could be." Remember, you're a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And I realize I'm a human first, mm. first and foremost. Be the best human you could be. Sorry, yeah. I'm closer to the mic. No, that's nah, be the best human close. being you could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cool. and that's why you can support all people. Yeah. We're not going to get into it too much, but you know, you've got a lot of religions that look down on certain lifestyles, yeah, and it's like if you're that. being a human, you could support every single person. You have to yeah. every you have person. To. Uh, some guy stopped me in the city while I was walking, turned to me, Jewish dude. He was definitely Jewish because he told me he was Jewish, so I don't want to assume. But he goes, "Do you believe in the Bible?" Like, looked me in the face. I was like, "Funny you ask that." Yeah, and yeah. then went into it about yeah. religions. Like, I'm not religious, but I right. believe in one God. Exactly. And I know every other religion believes in the same thing that there's one higher power. Yeah. What do they call it? God or a higher power? It doesn't matter what you call it. How you get there? I can't personally believe that because I'm black and white. I can't have two people being separated by religious beliefs right. as a black and white person because I wouldn't exist if 
those two people didn't believe in interracial Aww. marriage. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. So Shout it's like, Chloe. it's the truth. And people forget about Shout that. People don't see kids. that. And that there's not enough spoken about on it. So Full circle, that's, that's why, why we we're run. here. That's yeah. why we get involved. <laughs> that's why mm-hmm. we're here. You know? so it's and pretty we're trying to take everything back. Yeah. But we we share and we're compassionate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we empathize. Yeah, we do. We feel. Yeah. We feel. A lot. Um, you already kind of answered this. And I wonder if your your answer would change. Do you consider yourself a leader in your respective community? No. No. You said like it before, but titles. I hear that. Mm-hmm. I hear terms and titles. I'm a soldier. I'm a general. Actions. You know what I'm saying? Actions speak louder than words, right? Mm-hmm. Call me what you want. I've been called this. I've been Democrats think I'm too conservative. Uh, uh, Republicans think I'm too progressive. I don't like the term progressive because everything we're doing is reactionary. And, mm-hmm. re- and, and we should have been like this. People have been trying to do this for over 100 years. Yeah. 1800s weren't that bad for some folks. Mm-hmm. We went backwards. You know what I'm saying? So, like, call me what you want, man. And And I think just because of that, I mean... You don't like terms do I, and titles. Do I know I'm a leader? Do I know I have strong leadership qualities? Do I know that people seek my support and help? Yeah. When I walk in a the room, they think I'm the boss, but I'm the janitor. Mm. And I would say the janitors are the leaders. I say you're a leader. You're leading the charge. And for me, this came up in a previous episode with, with my girl, Vanessa, teacher. She's a leader hey. because she's teaching the leaders of tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I believe that you're doing that as well. Yeah. But I also like the humility and you don't need that title. Don't. You're literally running for mayor. Did we even say that yet? Oh yeah, he's running. Is, for am mayor. I still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> you're running for mayor, which you will be the leader, but you're do, mm. you're the mayor for the people. Ali means one who will excel. Tawfiq means a gift from God and Muhammad means praiseworthy. Mm. Right? So yeah. realistically I lead with a purpose. Mm. What is in a name? What is a name, right? Mm-hmm. To me, I want to live that. But realistically, don't call me anything. When people ask me who I am and they think it's weird, but it's just like, I don't say anything. I just say, oh, don't worry. My name doesn't matter. Yeah. It matters to me. It's important to me. But realistically, I'm here. I'm leading with a purpose. A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Mm. Romeo and Juliet, William Shakespeare. Shout my out guy. to Shout out to them. Shout out to Will. And shout out to Shakespeare. <laughs> Ah, rest in peace, Milo. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right, Ali. We're getting to that time. Our last segment is called No Time to Think slash Recognizing Bias. You have no time to think. Ten! <laughs> ten! Ten, Miss Davis! Ten! Stop. One or two word answers or quick phrases. We're just going to say some words. You need to see this or not? Nah? you good? Nah, I forgot it. <laughs> All right. Whatever comes to your mind oh, right man. away. <clears throat> Naja. My sister, I love her. She's amazing. Uh, I do everything for her. I do everything like that, for her. Like that. Oh, I love it. You do? He does. <laughs> I need Newberg. babies and I need you to cheat, you know, make sure that they're going to be watched over. You never know when it's coming for me. Say that? Say what? Bars. <laughs> <laughs> Newberg. Beautiful. Most beautiful city in the world. Between money, power, or respect, which do you choose? When I think of power, I think of influence, but you didn't say that, so I'd say respect. Mm. Twitter or Instagram? IG's popping. Mayor? What about it? Exactly. Politics? Unnecessary. Prolichics? Tricks? Holly tricks is disgusting. <laughs> she used to run track back in high school. Now she tricks on the track right by school. Hey. Life? Abundant. Hope? Needed. Process? Trust it. Rich? What? Government. <laughs> a government is a oof. Government we hmm. mm. Nipsey mm-hmm. Hustle. 
Moment of silence. Moment of silence. Um, without sounding, without saying sure, right? Muhammad was our last messenger. I know that, and I believe that 100%. Mm. Nipsey's the closest thing to a prophet that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Seen, wow. Seen. Seen. True. Seen. 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 Beautiful. With your two eyes. Yes. Yeah. Ali, you're amazing. We love having this. Was, this is invigorating. This put me in like, it's a bright, sunshiny day. I'm happy. It's so cool to just be able to listen to you. We are going to name you. And you know what I mean? We might be able to split it. Next guest, don't be upset. <laughs> but we're about to name you the underrepresented representative of the week. Hey. Ali. Game of Thrones. T. Muhammad. <laughs> we dub thee. Dave, go ahead. My man. Go ahead. You are the underrepresented representative. You are the knight of the round table. Let's go. We're trying to get all my life. Pause. <laughs> don't, don't, try that pause. Try that out. You can't say that. It's 2019. 2019. Language matters. Language matters. Yeah. Language expresses mindset. <laughs> definitely, definitely do appreciate you Inspired. taking your time. Um, Please let me know how I can share it. Yeah, Please, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of the best podcasts I've ever been a part of, so I can't wait that. to listen to it more. Oh yeah. You know, um, I want you to shout out um, Rappy Hour. They got a podcast in Newburgh. A couple your, of the homies. The hometown hero. <sighs> Newburgh or Beacon? Poughkeepsie. Whatever you. I'm not going to answer that right now. You're going to have to get me back on that one. There's a lot of really great people, and I don't want to disrespect nobody. But I would say my family, my brothers, my chosen brothers, um, my parents, man, mm. my sister. Like I already said that. She, mm. She's above all. Chloe Swain is amazing. We're going to change that name. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking and, um, about. And realistically... Um, Need a sister. It's crazy out here. But, uh, leave the people with. You know, I'm just thinking about these these the fact that you guys have to be the journalists of today because... Underrepresented representatives, the news outlets and the media do not do enough. They do not. So I want to shout out Sean King and uh and uh what is it um North Star because mm -hmm. they really stepped it up. And Frederick Douglass, the big 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 homie who got roots in Newburgh. If you don't know who he is, Google him. Google him. Google and, my um, name. Donald Trump thinks he's still alive. <laughs> don't cut that. The most diabolical. Uh -huh. Cheers. All right, Ali, can you do us a quick favor and introduce our next guest? We are yes. so excited to have him here. I know he's a dear Gosh, friend of yours. Let's yes. go. Shout out. Shout out to my brother from another. Um, you really need to check out his TED Talk. Um, you really need to check out his Instagram. You really, uh, I encourage you to reach out, follow him, pay attention to him, listen to him, work with him, collaborate with him, communicate with him. Josh Galarza is a friend of mine. He's a couple years younger. I'm glad that we built on our relationship as we got older. He's someone that I plan to be with uh for the rest of my life Same. and um he focuses on mental wellness he focuses on mental health he focuses on advocacy i think he's a champion i used to do a lot of uh gatherings and events and functions focused on mental wellness and once i realized how on point he was even realizing without realizing david look at his watch um, <laughs> no. i realized uh Josh is it. So I was able to kind of take a step back and focus on other things because I entrusted him. I trusted that he could do what he needed to do. So my big bro, um, my big, big bro, Josh Galarza, who stepped up big time in life. Josh Galarza, Yowie, Yowie lifestyle is real. Let's go. Yowie. 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 Mm -hmm. Josh, come on in. I mean, he's been here. Let's not front. I'm to go home, but you got it. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the up out of here. Thank you for that wonderful Appreciate introduction, you, Ali. Bro. We love you. My Dunk man. on him. I see. You. We know you could do it. I got you. Oh, I gotta take a crap. But he's holding me downstairs. Yep, Mayor. Yo. Josh. 
It's on. <laughs> How you doing? Thank you. Living Thank you. life. Yeah. How are y'all? We're good. We're good. Better. Better now. We got you on. Just talked to Ali. But this is you. this is really good. We this have is two hot. people making a lot of literally a lot of yeah. impact in the community. So it's nice to have you both on. Appreciate you. And I know you you heard you heard some of our conversation with Ali. Any takeaways? What are you thinking about the podcast? About your boy Ali? What's up? Ali is incredible. Y'all are incredible for even doing this, just stepping up to do this and having people on like this. Appreciate it. Yeah, that it's really enticing. I can't wait to dive into it because there's answers that pop up. Mm. I don't know if I can answer as quick as he did with those <laughs> one word responses. Oh, and yours are different, so don't even try <laughs> yeah, to think. Yeah, don't worry, oh we got gosh. everything. Oh <laughs> we change it up for each person. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, we address yeah. what makes sense for it's you, but also, Naja likes to throw people off. Get yeah. them going, so yeah. it'll be fun. Curveball. Yeah, for Ooh. sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, we're excited to have you here, and we've been shouting out your brand for the entire episode yeah. even before you came in, so Dope. can tell you us tell about us that. about that? What yeah. is it? What's it stand for? Yeah, yeah, So Yaoi Lifestyle uh, stands for You Are Worth It, um, believe it or not. Started as me getting tired of funding um, mental health organizations out of my own pocket. Mm. So I would have a paycheck at the end of the week and I would put a piece of that aside. Mm. Personally, not anonymous, um, sending it to groups that needed to help. They needed help. Mm. They're trying to spread this message of mental, mental health. Yeah. Um, and I finally realized that I needed to have some sort of money flow to come in to try and do that substantially. Yeah. Um, close with the message were the best idea. Um, Yahweh, again, you are worth it was standing for anybody that was going through something. And understanding that it's not just like suicide, anxiety, depression, like everybody needs it. Yeah. And once we start to realize that it's deeper than just us, I think that it opened a conversation. Somebody would see the shirt. You know, if somebody's going, the hardest thing for somebody with anxiety to do when they're out in public is talk to somebody, even social anxiety, any type. You see somebody wearing a similar shirt as you, you're going to say something. You're obligated. Them, yeah. Conversation yeah. started. Um, so started doing that, generating any money that I was getting from these shirts, I was putting right back every month a different organization no matter what it was and keeping it silent yeah um trying to make it seem as though it it, it wasn't about the dollar amount that i was giving to them yeah that didn't matter to and me. it wasn't about accolades precisely it mm -hmm. was doing something as ali was saying it, it was all about doing stepping up uh i felt i saw a hole in society that i wanted to fill and i was able to try and do that try yeah. and do that as my part you know that's awesome that's amazing, Wait, and so when did you start this? How many years ago? Um, I started this in, so it was May or April of 2016. Wow. So going on. Three, Three years. Been for a long time. What? Yeah. So how'd you come up? Like, take us through that process. How'd you come um, up with it? So the process was me specifically. I had been diagnosed with anxiety. Oh. Um, yeah. And I had dealt with suicide uh, friends family that had suicidal thoughts and didn't want to open up about it previously uh -huh. um so once i was diagnosed with depression and anxiety well anxiety was slight depression so they kind of went hand in hand mm -hmm. it's all about a chemical signal inside of your head yeah um i was diagnosed and once i was finally diagnosed the first thing that they did was give me prescriptions mm -hmm. no therapist it was my doctor who prescribed yeah. prescri prescribed these to me um and then i finally started to realize that i was taking the meds and they were cool because i wasn't anxious or depressed anymore but I wasn't happy or thrilled to be living life. It was, it was, I was just walking through life. Yeah. Um, like, a, was it, was it like, like, what's the word? Like foggy? 
That's what I hear from a lot of people when they yeah. start taking. It's like fog. Like you're walking. Very much so. Yeah. I ask a lot of people a lot of questions. But continue. I'm sorry. I was just no, curious no, no, no. if that that's, was like Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect way to describe mm. it. Uh, foggy, zombie-like. Yeah. You know, mm. kind of just going through the motions. You can get something that should make you excited and not be over the top excited. Yeah. But the opposite of that is like I'm not angry or upset about anything. You know, when something's kicked off that I would usually react a certain way to, I was no longer doing that. It's like, all right, whatever. Like, like I don't this care. just happened. It's interesting. Precisely. My yeah. mom, it's the same thing that happened. My mom gets like, she has a lot of health problems. And mm. so sometimes a doctor would just give her a ton of medicine. Yeah. Now, I always tell her like, watch what you're taking. Precisely. Like yeah. these doctors, they do that stuff just to make money at the end of the day. Not yeah. all of them. Let me take that back. Cause that's a generalization, right. but right. it makes me worried because she's older. Mm-hmm. Like for someone that's younger, I don't think they're like preying on us as much, but when someone's older and they constantly have health issues, seven, eight, nine, cash cow, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got this, the, there's not a secret why someone has like that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday pill pocket thing that they all carry. Well, yeah. And it's then insane. medicine has so much medicine. Every medicine has a side effect, right? Yeah. And sometimes when you mix certain things, it gives off the side effect that's just really messing with your, your chemicals in your brain, mm-hmm. right? There's a chemical imbalance. Yeah. Um, that exists before medicine and can certainly mix exist if you're mixing certain things, yeah. which yeah. is what happens when people self-medicate as well. Right. Yeah. Like I'm so happy that things are becoming legal and stuff because for example, weed, marijuana yeah. helps a lot of people. And also somebody who might be taking a medication for their depression, it might be taking two different medications and then also self-medicates. It can cancel each other out and make yeah. them go more manic. Wait, were we together watching the... No, we weren't. There was a Netflix we'll hang show. Out. My bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. Like, we, we only there behind the mic and that's it. About, <laughs> there was a Netflix show talking about this where there was families moving to, like, different areas for the THC oil for their kids yeah. to... Yeah, seizures. Kid, seizures, yes. Yep, yep, it was yep. On, and the kids, like, some of them would have to move there, but if they leave Denver, they will. the parents will be put in jail. Because it's not legal to give your kid this medicine, but the kid would go from having like 60 seizures in a night to mm-hmm. one over like six months. And that's the type of things that they're like, that's to my point with the medicine. Like they're just giving people shit and guessing sometimes. Right. And not really knowing or really care what they're giving them. Side effects mm-hmm. don't matter. And when they do matter, they're talking about them really fast at the end of commercials. Yeah. They like, could experience yeah. like pregnancy withdrawal. Blah, 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 like we're all like, too dumb to not realize right. what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Like, no, it's extreme vomiting and blood in your stool. It's no, like, I wait know. a minute. Wait Maybe a minute. possible. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like you should say that first. You should lead with that. that. Lead no, with the, cra- like the craziest that. one that I saw was, uh, it was uh, an anxiety, it was a depression medication and the side effects were suicidal thoughts. How what is how does that make sense to me? I forget which one it was, but I was all over like just yeah. baffled. It threw me for a loop, it's and like, I had no clue. How can a medication that is built up for to to help with depression? How can it have a side effect of suicidal thoughts? Like that makes zero that sense makes to no me. Sense. Yeah. And it, it, there's a lot of medications that are like that. They have like uh, your blood pressure is going to end up blood thinners. Like there's side effects to every single one and they're just pushing it on us. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I was going through. And I decided I got fed up, man. It um, was just like, this ain't me. And um, there's other reasons as to why I had to stop taking the medication. Um, uh, things did happen. And I'm glad that they happened because it taught me holistically um, inner search. Like mm-hmm. it was, I'm talking spiritual, like, very spiritual. Yeah. Uh, 
things I started to realize I now I'm now on like a mostly vegan diet. There you uh, go. That helped incredibly. Awesome. Yeah. Listen. Shout out. It's crazy. <laughs> I so exercising is so like all these things are important. And if you look down to it, it goes back to our nomadic days and we mm-hmm. were just like everything normal. Yeah. yeah. It goes back to that. And like what what they did was very wake up, exercise, read, do whatever they had to do, mm-hmm. like hunt all these things, whatever they had to do. Take to your survive. time in the morning before touching these things. Mm-hmm. I'm I, holding I, up I, my phone. Yeah, I can't even using that as your <laughs> using as your alarm clock. Yeah, how do you like, feel about talking to people? We the three of us collectively, shout out to Connor again. Connor, oh we decided Connor. we need our mornings. Like we need to not well, you don't have a roommate, but we both have roommates. We need to not talk to anybody when we first wake up. Like, I just want to yeah. listen to my headphones, read a book, and just do nothing. Yeah. That's so, it. It's crazy. I, uh, I started a new career six months ago. Nice. Okay. Right? Electrician. It's nice. cool. Ooh, I'm an apprentice awesome. right now going through the motions. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's early. 7, 7 a.m. you have to start. You have to be loaded up in your van ready mm. to go. Ooh. That's early for me. I went from work until 1 a.m. to working at 7, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy. So uh, I had to have my coffee to go. All these things, and I realized in the morning, sitting in the van, my coworker, he just always talking to me, <laughs> always talking. I'm just you're like, not even uh-huh. up yet. Nah, I'm looking out the window like I'm gonna snap one day. And it's not even cool. <laughs> so now, because of that, because I realized that, I started waking up an hour earlier than normal. So now I'm getting up at like five twenty to start getting ready for seven yeah, o'clock. get that because I need to sit for an hour. And that is so, that's so good for your your wellness as well. We right. just need to people need to learn to take time for themselves. And now, not everyone. It's a generalization to say everyone needs their time in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people, like for example, different stages, you know, my seven-year-old niece wakes up to my mom and dad, her grandparents every morning. She's a talker. Actually, you know what's so funny? She's a talker. But what I've noticed, she takes 10 minutes in her room to lay in her bed. She cleans up her toys. She does not. She even says, you know, I don't want to be interrupted in my routine. She takes her time in the morning too and it's then beautiful. goes and chats forever and it's and it's beautiful. Yeah. Some people are opposite. They might want their time at night, but they might need to be greeted. You never know. Some people need to be greeted by others. Yep. But you need to learn. I feel you need to learn what it is that helps you, that helps your mind like be restful and easy mm-hmm. and then do it. I feel like too many people wake up, they go straight to Instagram. You know what I mean? Even check for me. Check all their Snapchats. Stri- check all their check Snapchats. All their notifications. Some people yeah. like music, and music is healing for sure. Some people's like, let me put music mm-hmm. on right away. I need silence. We talked about this a few episodes back too. I don't want to talk or listen to anything in the morning. Like, I want to hear the sound of my shower, not music. Mm. I will maybe put music on. Not even during my walk to the subway, but when I'm on the subway. But sometimes it's nothing because sometimes it's just extra noise to me. For me, I put music on when I need a pump up, you know? Mm -hmm. But I know that about myself and it took some time to figure that out. I think it's interesting when people, not interesting, I think it's sad when people have to go through the motions so fast that they can't even figure out what their routine is, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. People don't even know their routine. No, they need a routine. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. Like They go through the cycle like just constant like circular cycle i do the same thing not understanding where it's taking you or what where you're going not really thinking about why am i doing this yeah you ever like stop like why like why did i just do that there was that there was that study not too long ago that uh so people would take a certain route to work right they would take their subway Mm -hmm. um and one morning something happened the subway shut down all these people trying to get to work had to find a different course to work Mm. they had to figure it out so the subway was shut down for a week because of power uh, mechanical issues. So after that week, they were back up and running. All those people found a faster route to work and they didn't go to the subway anymore. Oh, wow. mm. 
why were they riding the subway in the first place? And never that's because they that's all they knew what to do. That's uh, just their routine. Yeah. Right. And just, now they that's found a it. lot in the city. Yeah. It's it's amazing to see how the city people in the city operate. Just yeah. everyone does the same thing. They're weirded out by the same things. Mm-hmm. When they see someone asking for money, they do the same thing. Yeah. It's so weird. And I'm like, just looking at people while they're walking. Like, I'll sit down literally on like like in Beacon the other yesterday, I was sitting right by the dummy light and people said they saw me and I'm like, I just wanted to watch people Beautiful, <laughs> just yeah. because of how much I see the same people because I live in Astoria now in Queens. Mm. So it's like, you'll see more of the same people. When I used to live in the city on the Upper East Side, uh-huh. I didn't see more of the same people, but now I see the same people. Yeah. And they're in the same bodegas, in the same spot. To the you point know where their now, order yeah. already. I know, I'm waving at them. Like I've seen them so much. <laughs> Simi, this lady with red hair, I see her every morning. You know what I mean? And I know what they're, where they're going to be, what they're going to do and who I am to them. I think it's it's interesting. I think it's important to have routine, but it's important to understand it and know why it's that. I remember uh, I took a sophomore year philosophy class in college. Shout out to Emerson five years ago, (laughs) last week, you know, graduated. (laughs) President's award. Seen all these people with their their degrees. Yo, everyone is graduating. I'm like, wow. This week was was all graduations. But, um, and like, I thought philosophy was cool. It was interesting being, you know, at such a liberal college. I was probably, I'm definitely a faith-based person, but I would actually call myself religious. I'm a religious person. And so being in a philosophy class with people who most of them, especially sophomores and juniors in college, like trying to figure it out, out, which we, we all are. And I don't remember all the philosophers' names, but that was the biggest thing that came up. Connor, do you know? Like, can you give me a philosopher? Anyone in the room? Plato. Plato. Socrates. Socrates yeah. I'm yeah. thinking more like uh, like Freud. Alan Watts. Freud and Freud there's a K. A scientist. scientist, but also like not philosophers. not historic philosophers, but God, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like I don't know. The class was philosophy. Newton. Newton, Newton one. Where's he an inventor? Uh, <laughs> yo, Endgame man. Yeah. <laughs> Freud and there's is it Cohen? Oh man, it's with a K. But either I, way. Uh, Google it. Google it. That's the name of this. This podcast called Google Google It. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing. You need to know. Explain that shit. No. But (laughs) there's a big philosophy around depression. And, you know, we read these studies and my professor was talking about how faith and religion helps people, right? Mm -hmm. Because they need something to believe in, right? And it's not Mm -hmm. always religion. I will will argue all the time that you need a faith. You need faith. Some people, it's faith in their music. Mm -hmm. Some people, it's faith in like whatever exercise. When you are not believing in something, that's when you you get stagnant, right? And so these this philosophy was that people were tired of the same routine and not understanding their routine, and that's when a lot of suicidal thoughts would happen because they just wanted something to be different, and yeah. they didn't know what they could change. So it was like, wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, get the mail, bring the paper back in, put the kids to bed not have sex with your wife, go to sleep, wake up, da-da-da, do the same routine yeah, every yeah. day. They didn't understand why it wasn't fulfilling them. And so, and it was, of course, it was a study, um, and I'm open to hearing what you guys think, but it was interesting. And my professor was like, you know, when they did these studies, the ones who were not having those thoughts, it's because they believed in something more, right? Because mm-hmm. in these routines, there wasn't there wasn't something like exercise, right? Or there wasn't right. something like music or even like religious-based mm-hmm. faith. But I just found it interesting, and I think... When you don't have a routine, like when everything's up in the air, that's when things get a little bit, you know, too wild for you to handle. But I think people need to 
understand that like it's okay to have a routine and it's okay to break it. You started a new career, right? Mm-hmm. So you broke your routine and you understood why you were breaking the routine. Mm-hmm. Or my routine was to wake up, check my Instagram, you know what I mean, for a little bit, 10 minutes in bed, then get up and do things. My new routine is to not look at my phone at all and just sit in silence for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I look at my phone and I read, um, it's called a daily hadith. A hadith is um, like... Not a saying, but a practice that Prophet Muhammad would follow because I'm like, you know, people read their horoscopes, great for them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, a Muslim horoscope. Yeah. And I feel like all the energy I could put into scrolling through Instagram, which I'm still going to do, I could also put into my faith that I do believe in. Yeah. But I had to change my routine and understand why. What do you guys think about that whole routine? And like, yeah. Uh, so that was, I, I got strung up on that because early on, that's why I started to realize that people with, like a lot of mental health stems people getting anxious or depressed different than anxiety and depression we'll get more we'll get into oh yeah more you know yeah, you know yeah, i yeah. love when you talk that about has that. to happen um when people get anxious or depressed it's because and they start to latch on to a routine and they have to have that mm. you know in order to get by like you're saying faith yeah um what's crazy is i got into that mindset like i got to do this by this time i have to get a routine i have to do this i have to do that and I started to get so overwhelmed with it that the routine was starting to freak me out. Mm. And then like two years ago, I started to switch it up and I realized that changing your routine is still routine. Hey now. So, so yes. you could still like changing yourself every single day. That's a routine thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And people seem to think that routine is ordinary when mm-hmm. it's not. It's the complete opposite. It's really complex. You can change everything and have this routine of like an everlasting changing person. That is so routine. Yeah. No, right. it's true. I, I think to that point, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. I mean, my routine is never the same. I know Naja and Connor know more than anyone. Like, when we put this podcast together, half the time, I don't know what's going on going into it. Uh, not that you know, yeah. though. <laughs> I mean, I'm we're, I'm we're, we're, not in, we're not in my apartment right now, mm-hmm. which we usually are. And this is probably the most invigorating episode we've had yeah maybe i don't know all of them are pretty energy, good but yeah. and it's just shout out to all the previous ones as well <laughs> yeah shout out yeah. to all y'all we'll my ladies nah um yeah. but it's it's the toxic masculinity that's in the room right now killing us. It's i've it's never been outnumbered oh my gosh three to one right thank now you. yeah thank you, usually it's like three women one she guy just yells at me in the beginning then we're nice on, on everything else that's it yeah Not my, true. my girlfriend Brittany. <laughs> shout out Brittany. shout out to Brittany. She's, uh, she's constantly using that like always joking around because it's me and then it's like our cat and my uh, girlfriend. Oh, okay. So, so you're like, get your toxic masculinity away from us. Like, <laughs> the cat is all on her side. And like, you talking about it. I'm like, oh. It's Not to say to it doesn't exist. We understand it's a really big thing right That's now. That's true. Very, very and much. It is. you got to be able to laugh at things. Yo, you're the perfect guest. Hmm. My dude, Josh, his Instagram is so funny. <laughs> because you're able to laugh at things. Can wait, can you talk about some of your silly... Yo. Oh, yeah. He's so silly sometimes. <laughs> Just talk about that. All right. So... Um, I started to realize that social media was being used for the wrong things. It's a highlight reel. It is a highlight reel. Yeah. And most of the time you're not laughing or you're, it's FOMO. Like, ah, oh, somebody's at a beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On a beach. So let me post a picture from me in a beach a year ago and pretend it's today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's exactly. exactly. Yeah. I had this picture on a plane. I'm going to post that. <laughs> yeah. um, I started to have to realize that make it like, you just got to make fun, like have fun. Yeah. And be completely transparent in what you're doing. If I don't know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to tell you, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to make it funny yeah. because it has to be, stop taking yourself so dang seriously. Like you could talk, I could talk serious about one topic, switch it up in another topic. We have to be funny on like, mm-hmm. you need that balance. And me making videos was my way of, uh, not only finding a way to entertain, 
but to shed like if you look at all of them they're real life topics mm-hmm. but they're extremely funny my goal is to get people to think about real life topics the only way that i know how to do that is through funny things yeah. yeah when you realize that everyone is on the same like everyone doesn't have it figured out right and i think that's kind of what you're saying yeah, that's just yeah. what i'm interpreting from Precisely. it and you're like okay i'm gonna be that voice to show you that not everyone has it figured out but i think it also helps you as well mm-hmm. with what you have went through and now you know you have a voice yeah. that people are actually responding to. But also to. that laughter is healing, right? Yeah, you're so you're you're amazing. not making it a big That's how I approach my all my Naja Nose type interviews, right? I'm talking to people on the street about one was June, June one yeah, was about Juneteenth and people don't know what Juneteenth is, right? And it's, you know, it is like the the black um Independence Day, right? Mm-hmm. We don't consider and I didn't really know about it a couple years ago, but consider July 4th as our Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Many of us, not us, but our ancestors were slaves, yeah. right? I'll send you the episode. Naja mm-hmm. knows. Yeah, let me Naja, see hashtag Naja knows. If there's anything on there, I'm suing you for uh, copyright. <laughs> but it's like I'm talking to people, or like a recent one that I did was about relationships and how there shouldn't be double standards in relationships. But my access point to that was talking about passing gas or farting, right? <laughs> I love that. I yo, love that bit. Oh my yo, gosh. that was right, and yeah. it was fun, and it was funny. And we were talking about real things, but why don't you have me on? Why yet? not? <laughs> why not? Cause you ain't no relationship, yo. You ain't had a girlfriend since 2004. She gotta talk about. That's true. That's very true. true. That's true. But why can't we laugh at things? You know, like the yo comedians. They say the most enlightening things. But they can't. The only thing about that is they like when you watch a movie from like 2000 to 2010 to a movie now from 2010 to 2019. The comedy in it is completely different. Oh, it is. A lot of it is like dark. Like even watching like 40 year old virgin (laughs) with the back and forth between like Kevin Hart and who's the other, the other black dude that's in it. Like Kevin Hart was in 40 year old virgin. Yeah. Yeah. A small piece. Yeah. A small piece, but they had like a small bit where they're going back and forth and like talking like, I'll clap you up. Oh yeah. 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 He's going in like that. If anyone did that, they'd be like, Oh my God, this is ridiculous (laughs) nowadays. Like that shouldn't be crazy, but they're comedians. Like that's what they're, here for to take to the do. darkness People i mean take light out of the dark situation take themselves too seriously right. nowadays and like everything they have to be sensitive about everything or everything has to be that's actually a topic i wanted to talk about and i think we would get to it but like kind of how people use instagram or social media platforms right and what was what did you say before it's like a highlight reel highlight like, reel yeah, highlight but reel. also sure. like call out culture everyone mm-hmm. wants to um, we've talked about gender and stuff before, mm-hmm. and I've got plenty of friends who are non, a handful of friends who are non-binary, and I think it's great, right? And their pronouns are they, them, great. And I have some of them who will. First of all, it's not always a person's job to be an advocate for themselves, right? And that's why we have allies. But I really appreciate different people who are going through things who can pull someone to the side and say, like, hey, just so you know, in college I went by pronouns she, her, and now I go by they, them, right? Mm-hmm. I have a friend, shout out to Chala. You know, Chala, Chala. called me out because I said she, mm-hmm. and they were like, Naja, I go by they, them now. Cool, one conversation, and it still, it takes me taking my time, yeah. right? Beautiful. I personally, and I'll say this on air, I have a problem with the call-out culture. People just want, someone like misgenders them or somebody says something weird on Bumble or or Hinge or Tinder. And people just want to screenshot and put it on Twitter or like call somebody out 
on Instagram, instead of talking directly to someone, I understand sometimes call out culture like, listen, right now what's happening with the abortion ban and whatnot, and there's a hashtag, there's a hashtag, um, what is the hashtag? It's not me too. You know me. It's you know me, hashtag you know me. That's beautiful. They're talking about themselves, and honestly, call out your, you know, call out people if you're doing, if you're in the Me Too movement, call out things that have happened. But like, if Connor says, and Connor wouldn't, because Connor's educated. Amazing. But if he's like, uh, I'm not even use Connor. I was at a board meeting for for the school mm-hmm. um, that I went to. This man who was probably like 75. We were talking about diversity and inclusion, and he was being, you could tell, he was being very mindful with his words. And then he accidentally said, "Colored," right? We don't use right. "colored" anymore. No. I had an opportunity, and in this case, you know what? I didn't pull him to the side because I got what he was saying, and I wasn't going to make a big. I personally didn't. I loved what he was saying, and I didn't feel like saying, hey, by the way, we don't use that. But I, I know people who would just like call this grown old man out and be like, he said the word colored, and as opposed to saying something to him. Yeah. Why would I go to Twitter or Instagram to be like, yo, guess what this old man said? He said colored. He's clearly racist when really he's uneducated. And racism comes from lack yeah. of education, but why not educate folks? Hashtag Google. Hashtag Google. Hashtag and some people would have thrown everything he said before the word colored. They would have been listening, like, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. He said colored. Everything was trash. Exactly. And we just want to, I honestly feel there's people who just want to feel like they have have a highlight reel and they want to feel like they can call people out and be like, yo. Trolling's like real. Like, that's real. We don't have to, like, speak on the internet. But everyone knows it. But I think, I think I mentioned this on the last one. It's coming to a point now in social media where people are realizing that it's not real. And like when people yeah. were first signed on to it, it was brand new. Like you get to show off where, like you were talking about, like you get to go, I'm here in this place, mm-hmm. I'm on this boat. But now people are coming to a situation where now they're saying like, yo, when I saw you the other day, like it's three o'clock, I saw you at 12 o'clock and you were eating lunch. Like you were in the window at the coffee shop and now all of a sudden you're on a f-ing plane. Like, no, yeah. that's not real. So now yeah. people are starting, I personally even see it like going out with friends and going to a bar. We're like, people are talking to each other in bars. People are talking to each other outside. And it's like crazy to see that again. But it's more It's not good for our mental health. I know. To be on our phones all the time. That's that's. I would still say, though, people are too invested in other folks. What I love about your Instagram is you're poking fun at yourself. Mm -hmm. You're having fun with it. You're not not letting other people be the butt end of your joke or be... Never. Well... Or be the person like, ah, well, look at all these people wearing pink shirts and... Do that. Because to your point, to what you believe in and your purpose from what mm-hmm. it seems like, how do you feel about people? Because now mental health and wellness is something that's always in the news. Right. How do you feel about people now bringing light to it that may just be using it to monetize it? You know, so it's tough. So, uh, you bit, can't tell. It's tough. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You and can't tell someone. One of my biggest strengths slash weaknesses is I'm extremely empathic. Mm. Extremely. I feel anything. Like you could be going through something. I'm like, I'm going to feel that. We're going to talk about it. Uh, if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to, but you're going to know that I'm right next to you. Mm. And if you want to, it could be right now. It could be two hours. It could be 10 days. I'm the, sit there today, right. right. Extremely right. empathic. You start going on social media and you start seeing people, I want to kill myself. Mm. Like yeah. I'm throwing all these things out there and it's call outs in a way that they're seeking attention. You can never tell the difference between somebody that really needs it and really doesn't. Exactly. And, and you I can't find ignore my, it. Right. And you can't ignore it, but there's people that you should be ignoring it with. And then it's like, I there's been that. so many times that I've waken up from a dead sleep. So I used to check my phone in the middle of the night if, if I had a message or something like that. And, you know, somebody would 
post something like that and I would call them immediately and be like, nah, nothing's wrong. You're wild. Now I am all where I'm more worked up than that person was because they wanted attention. Yeah. That's like, you can't see it. So the, the best thing about it is like, it's allowing us to talk more, but it's also making people talk less and it's sort of, I'm not welcome or like, they don't want to go on these things. And they mm-hmm. kind of like, it takes to a whole new, a whole new level. There's people, there was just uh recently a girl did a story vote about, uh, should I kill myself? Yes or no. And everybody responded yes, and the girl jumped off a bridge. Crazy that social media has taken it to this point. And young people are so... Crazy. But you don't know if that girl was trying to seek attention. You could be laughing at the other end of that, like, oh, she ain't really going to do it, and say yes, and this girl took her life. Mm. So it's really... And it it pains me because how do I get around that? Like, how do we get around this? How do we get to that point? How do you use it to your advantage? And there is people out there trying to... There are people out there that are trying to um, find a way. Like there's this new app called Spotlight and I don't really agree with it because again, it's just gonna be one of those things that people are just gonna go on there. But you go on there, you don't say any posts like you would Facebook. You specifically like, you take a vote, like how am I feeling today? Down. Uh, Did I eat? No. When's the last time I drank water? So it checks up, but it also puts that out there for the Mm. world to see, right? So if you have a family member that you don't know how they're doing, you won't go on Facebook, you go on this app and every morning they're, they're logging into that and it opens up the door for you to message them, right? Got you. Gives so you a reason to. Yeah, but it's taken that idea of I want attention tenfold and now it's a like logging system. That's interesting. Right, and I think it would be much more interesting if it was anonymous. Yeah. Mm. There's ways around it uh, if it's a blog. like I've seen n- anonymous blogs where it comes to for like an app. Mm-hmm. Where you write out something and then they put it up, post it. I forget what it's called though. Do you know? It's yeah. an app where you can literally just write whatever you want and then anonymously post it. Oh, no. post it. Um, it's called. Oh. Nah, I'm thinking of not apps, but like some of those things like, that happen like in high blog. school. Yeah yeah, 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 where you're like, which is problematic as well because you have got Extremely. like ninth graders bullying each other and stuff. Yeah. You know oh, Connor, light bulb. Bing. Yik yak. Tic tac. Are you talking about TikTok? No, Yik Yak is like Tick. this app where you can just send a message. You're talking about TikTok. Mm, it's definitely something similar to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure it's anonymous and people can just basically like upload or download it. I think it is. So it has like a floral. Crazy. I went on there in Boston and there was like crazy messages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zero filter. That's when everything. Like, like, dude, people just, don't have yeah. anyone watching. They're ready to go. Right. Crazy. It's, it's wild. Not, yeah. But to answer your question, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm still. That's something I battle I, every. It's day. something that I see more and more coming up. So now with mental health, it's something that if someone says they have it, I'm just going with it. Like, right. I can't tell you what you're going through, what you're not going through. I knew nothing about mental health awareness. I still don't. Mm-hmm. Yo, like, so I have no we have the perfect person. I have no clue. How would I know? Can you, can you, this is a good time for your, right. your metaphor. So Josh, I've heard him speak a couple times now and that's why I wanted him on. Mm-hmm. He's got this beautiful metaphor and I'll let you take it away because yeah, the difference yeah. between mental health awareness, mental illness, all that yeah. anxiety, anxious. Yeah. So, um, so often whenever I talk to people about mental health awareness, right? The first thing that they do is they check out for me because they don't think they have a mental illness. And when you hear mental wellness, you don't think of, uh, I could take this myself. Mm. So I wanted to like disassociate mental illnesses and mental wellness. I wanted to disassociate it, destigmatize mm. that gap. Cause there, there is that gap. Um, 
So I brought, I, I have an example. So if you're out at the store, right? And you're shopping and you're about to start bagging your clothes and you pay the cashier the total, right? Mm-hmm. They give you back your change. You still have stuff to put in your bags and they're ready to ring up the next customer. Mm-hmm. There's a line of customers behind you and you're fumbling over your change, mm-hmm. trying to put it back in your wallet, trying to put it away. And like in that moment, you're extremely anxious, Yeah. right? And when you walk away from that, when you get to your car, you're good because that feeling is gone. Yeah. Whenever you're out walking your dog, and if you're walking your dog, you're just minding your own business in your own neighborhood, a street that you've seen so many times mm. in your life, and all of a sudden that same feeling hits you tenfold, that's called suffering from anxiety. Mm. There's no reason behind that. Yeah. There's no, it's that very same feeling that, that person is is having, but 10 times more, and you don't know where it's coming from. Mm. Imagine if all your feel if imagine if the world crumpled down on you and you had no answer to why. Mm. That's somebody that's suffering from mental illness and they don't, they can't explain that to you. Their best way to explain it to you is to back away, trap themselves in a room. Mm. Then that's depression. That's all these different. So that's where it's stemming from. So we have to be so careful when we're using our words. Like yeah. somebody says that gives me anxiety. No, that makes you anxious. Mm. Please. Like, like, oh, I'm going through depression. Like, nah, you're just depressed. Yeah. Like after a breakup. Yeah. You're going to be depressed. And I loved a few months ago when I started hearing you say this and I wanted to be more oh, mindful yeah. of what I say yeah. because people, I mean, even, you know, you'll have someone in a relationship and they'll be like, oh my God, he's act- He's so bipolar. Mm-hmm. Like you're, but he's not. Yeah. Or if he is, why are you saying that? You know, you people will say, say that. Yeah, yeah. You're, he's so bipolar. Oh, because five minutes ago you were kissing and now he's upset that you did something that people get upset in their day. Right. And you like, yeah, you have to check yourself a lot yeah. too. And I, I firmly believe in that. And I've, I've learned that more people need to start doing that. Check yeah. yourself first. Yeah, why exactly. did this make me angry? If you say, why did this make me angry? You look inside first. The answer is done. You're good. You're no longer angry. Yeah. If there's, if there's a reason why, like for instance, like I get very upset over the whole abortion thing right now over women's rights, like that mm-hmm. angers me because they're not taken seriously enough. That's another topic. But whenever I get angry about it, the first time I was like, let me check this. Like, was my mom? Why? Like, did something happen to my mom younger? My sister? You know, I have a niece. Is this what's upsetting me? Like, why? Yeah. And when I found the root of it, I was only that much more wanting to take part and want exactly. like help and see this. But you have to check yourself first. Don't just get angry for no reason. If you do, if there's a reason behind it, just do it. Take it. You're, it's okay to be angry. And we would save ourselves from a lot of confrontation. So and much. Talk, and, and listen conflict is in every relationship. I, I've learned that conflict is actually good because it's about how you can navigate through it. But there's so much confrontation that people don't even check themselves. Dave and I have like a playful relationship and sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we play around <laughs> and stuff like that, but we're always able to get through it because we can step back and eventually oh, listen really? to each other. I, I feel that he's not a, a strong listener and he's becoming a better listener. I just listen. But you get I very, listen to yeah. what I want to listen to. But even, yes, and... And we need to listen in general. But even all jokes aside, that was me joking around. Mm -hmm. We need to realize, like, I love mindfulness. I went to a mindfulness retreat once where I got sort of certified to lead it. Shout out to mindfulness. Anybody wants to come take class with me, Naja knows. (laughs) Naja knows again. It's so important to be able to look. Yo, for real, though. Yeah, she's out of here. She leaves To look inside, right? To look (laughs) inward and realize why are you behaving this way? Why, Why are you happy right now? Why are you sad? Yeah. People think it's not okay. They look at people like me or my brother, right? And and the world is ending if I'm sad or if I'm upset because most of the world doesn't see a certain side of me. I am a human. Energy. That's the energy. Bro. And I'm a human with feelings. And I've had to learn probably about five years ago towards the end of college that, oh, wait, it's okay for me to be sad because no being dog, cat, hamster, human, 
you know, shout out to unidentified flying objects. No being <laughs> is happy at all times. Nope. And if they are, there's something wrong with them. And if they are, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And Why that's. Why did I say that? Why did we say that? That's the truth. I think that because if is a person. Yeah, if they're thoroughly, if you're thoroughly always happy with anything that's going on, there's Stepford wives are talking like everything's great and dandy because everything's not oh, great and dandy. Something like that. Okay, I'm thinking because like majority of the time, like I don't use the word happy. That's not something that I use. I use finding joy, finding okay. joy continuously yeah. in my day to day. So that's why I'm like, I see what you guys are saying by happy. More now. if you're if you're any emotion at all times. Uh-huh. Or not feeling anything, right? Kind of like the the zombie, feeling yeah. you were, yeah, yeah, like a zombie sort of feeling. Um, because things should have, if we were to see a man get shot on the street right now, that should affect us. That would be, That's I would crazy. be empathetic yeah. to it. Exactly. Yeah. And yes. there are people who may not feel anything. They mm. may either. Yeah, they may feel nothing or they might still be like, oh, well, the world's dandy. Well, that's, yeah. That's, and that's a problem. That's what I was, because yeah. something. I would say, I think. No, that makes sense. Because I know when I was, so when I working in sales, I used to sell with a chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I used to be very angry selling. Like, because I needed to feed my pockets. I was broke. Yeah, it's my lifeline. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everything, so this person telling me no is like, no, you're going to tell me yes, and I'm going to keep going until you tell me yes. But what I realized is that no one was calling me back after they bought for the first time. So I'm like 22, 23 at this time. Mm. I'm like progressing in my career in sports. I'm doing all these things, and now I'm realizing... I'm being put into a leadership position to manage 24 people. Everyone's my age. And I still have this chip on my shoulder where I'm angry at the world. I still feel I need to get this money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started like, it's so weird talking about all this because it's like so like that timeline. It's like I started realizing maybe I need to start. I can't find happiness. I don't know what happiness is. Okay. But I know I can continuously find joy in my life. And things that are joyous for me to enjoy. Right. And so that's when instead of being happy, because happy, like to me, that's just like that top layer. Because like you said, people can fake happiness. Now that you just said that, this is what made me think of it. Mm-hmm. But I continuously found joy to where I kept on finding things that I enjoy. Right. To get me out of that dark place. Um, what is something you're finding joy in right now? This podcast. Right, right now, not today, but like in general so in life. In, in life in general, like being, like literally... People, when you're at work and people ask you how you're doing, good morning, how's your day going? Yeah. I was like, I woke up this morning. Everything is good. Because right. I know for a fact there's other people out there that did not wake up. So you're finding joy in the fact that you're living each that's, day. That's it. Everything else, like, that's why I come in. You know, I'm pretty breezy and playful. Easy, breezy, playful yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's why, like, I know, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm not dumb. In any sense, shape, or form. I come in here and I want to be as open as possible and make sure that we're running a podcast and having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I right. will say things on purpose to get Naja going because I want that energy from her, uh-huh. 100%. Because I don't let it out. Exactly. So I need that to Ever. get her to get going. She's the director, I'm the he's, producer. He's trying, yeah. to, <laughs> he's trying to make excuses for the fact that he's not organized. I'm not, I don't want to be. But you're, but you're overly organized, no? That's not me. That's not me normally. <laughs> no, that's not me normally. But I've had to become that. I don't send emails and with. The thing is, I don't send emails with timelines, and you know what I mean. And the best part is when she saw how organized I could be. She's like, "What? You can do that?" And I'm like, "Yes, I know how to be organized." I but ain't never seen him. She's lying. When we first came, y'all, she's fronting. But whatever. <laughs> so when you don't, we started, you don't want to keep doing something. Never be good at it once, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Really that's very it. true. Yeah. But now we have the system. Well, I like to be just lax. I'm like, yo, you know, easy breezy. 
Well, and you know what? It's cool because I was kind of joking earlier and I was like, you know, Dave, he's not like these other guys. He's more like a brother. He doesn't fall in line. And I had to let Connor know real quick he doesn't fall in line either. But honestly, (laughs) things don't get handed to me. I do work for things. I have a type of personality, which growing up, I didn't think I was good at anything, right? High school even, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to go to college for. Like, I'm pretty good at theater and stuff, but so-and-so. Once again, like we live in an age of comparing ourselves, and I don't right. do that anymore. But back when I was young and growing, goes through everyone, that, oh. yeah, and I'm yeah, still yeah. growing, of course. Yeah. Comparing so and so's great at math, and this person's going to be an engineer at RPI, and that, and this, and that. And I, all I could realize that I was good for, and all people ever talked about was like that I could connect with people and command a room. Mm. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to be everyone's best friend. Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was a skill. Now I know it is, right? right. It's yourself. It's, it's me. And now, beyond that, right? So, and I, I believe that I can am a good leader, can be a good leader, and there's and I'm into theater and there's things I have to do. Beyond that skill that I've honed in terms of connecting with folks and talking, now I've learned that even though I probably can hit someone up who can make a schedule for me and I probably can have someone edit a video for me, I need to be more of a self-starter. So in some of some businesses, for example, I work for a company called Kaiser's Room, which right. brings per, um Performing arts opportunities to individuals of all abilities. We don't like to categorize. The majority of what we work with are um, individuals, both students who are young and 21 plus with autism on the spectrum, right? And because many individuals like that aren't able to join a theater class. They're told that they're too much or people can't go to their level. Mm. So we provide performing arts opportunities. I'm the director of education and imagination. Dope name, love it. In other companies, I am a teaching artist where I have a director who's like giving me my schedule, tell me to be here this way. Working on this podcast and being the one to structure things and having my emails on point has helped me in this director position because this company saw potential in me, but I can't just like ride on the fact that like I can connect with all the teaching artists. They're looking for someone to be a leader. Someone someone wrote me today and is like, structure, yeah, they're like, hey, Naja, I wasn't sure if I filled out my post-class report survey on such and such day, I need to make sure that the person who works under me as the associate is on point and can give me this date. Mm. So I'm learning because I have been someone who, you know, I've had people make schedules for me and keep me in line. My brother and mom and I are all similar. I did not take after my dad where he's like 30 minutes early to everything. Mm-hmm. My mother, and she's much better now in her 60s, she felt felt that she could do multiple things in one day mm. because she wants to help people. Ali's the same way and he's navigating through that. Mm-hmm. You know, understand yeah. and I and I'm learning that <laughs> sometimes you have to say no because you can't let other things fall yeah, short saying no is super it's, important it's, it's super a important. skill so important but it's also a difficult skill mm, when you want to help like, people yeah like uh, or secure the bag now you do so the thing I learned I'm you know I'm a little older so I'm an old head OG no, no. <laughs> 30, 31 nah. shout out to August yeah. when this episode airs probably now nah, all jokes aside the biggest skill I learned was how to say no that yeah. was like the best skill. And because you have to protect your energy too. Because from what I'm seeing, just Connor does this like off the strength of knowing nausea and helping us out and trying to build everything up. Like people sometimes, and I feel this from the entire room, like we always want to say yes, we always want to help. But if you aren't helping yourself, you can't help people better. How do you even put it? Like, you can't help people better if you're not helping yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain that, but, like, if you're not taking care of you first... How can you do anything else? How can you do anything for anyone else? Right. That's the only thing. You know how I know about self-love? It's Bernie Mullen of the company that I worked for had me take, like, a survey, and Mm. and I was on the track to be, like... I had a type A personality. Like, this goes back to that same job. 
Bernie Mullen, CEO of the company, he led wow. um, for uh, David Stern. He created their entire, he used to work in ticket sales. And oh, he, yeah. He created their entire program. And he had us take like an assessment of our lives. Uh-huh. And like mentally, where you're at mentally, where you're at physically. And like, I was like 180 pounds, living in Atlanta, eating every Chick-fil-A sandwich I could find. Never mm. you could. It was amazing. Yeah. Dude, after I took that survey, it was like the biggest like blow up in my face. I was like, I pulled him aside. I was like, Bernie, what? What am I doing wrong? Like I'm successful. Right. You weren't even finding joy. I wasn't. I wasn't able to help people. Mm. And so, like, I lost thirty pounds. I there got down go. to like one fifty-five, like super skinny. It was really weird. It was strange for me, at least. It was a wake-up call. It though. was a super. Yeah, it was crazy. And I still like just talking about this. It's bringing those memories up, which is even crazier having this conversation. And it's yeah. and like it also shows you have different sides of your personality. And now you found like yes, you can be organized if you have to. Yeah, if I have and to. I've learned that I can too because I am like the opposite of type A. I'm allergic to office jobs. Been there, done mm-hmm. that. And sometimes we have to rise to the occasion and get things done yeah. because <clears throat> I'm definitely not an old head like you. You know, I'm far from 31, <laughs> but it's no lot. August. I'm 30. Nah, Listen, August you're close to 31. August it's only it like, like so I'm 29. What's <laughs> your birthday? 29? March, March next year. Okay, so you're, you're uh, young 29. Connor, yeah, 30, what's good? No. 30's going to be great. How old are you? <laughs> 25. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Oh, young bucks. Wet behind the ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, I, I, I know that I can't, I can't like ride on the fact that like I have a smiley face and give good hugs first mm-hmm. of all because I do not give hugs unless they're yeah, don't be hugging wanted nobody. you know what I mean unless they're a good yeah. hug you're yes. a woman nah, me stop stop, yeah. <laughs> stop. he too cut that out yo, yo he yeah, created cut, cut that out Connor <laughs> yo Connor cut but yeah. yes yo I love how we're vibing right now we might have to bring yeah. you on again Josh yeah. question though yeah, yeah yeah I like when Dave brought up the, the finding joy he said what he's finding joy in what are you finding joy in these days uh living Finally, finding, finding, finally finding joy and uh, comfort, confidence. Like mm. it's so crazy. I'm finding joy that I'm in positions that I wanted to be in three years ago, but lack the confidence and uh, ability to be in it. Like mm. when I first started Yahweh, when I first started everything, it was kind of like a crash course. Like just throw it out there and mm. see what happens. So and my first business card that I ever received, I was handing it to a common person with my hand shaking because I couldn't interact. I lacked the ability to talk to anybody. Yeah. I had all this beautiful knowledge that I wanted to get out there, but I, I couldn't do it because I wasn't confident. So like I finally found joy in myself and find joy in like just happiness and confidence to be able to check myself first. And if I do feel that way, understand that it's there's an underlying reason why, you know, like, uh, shout out Ali. He (laughs) definitely released me from a cage of confidence. Like Mm. he forced me to be in positions like, you know what you could say in this situation. You know, you have the ability to say it. Like, I really want you to go out there and just say it. And at first I was terrified. I was nervous. I was panicky, uh, anxious beyond measure, not the anxiety like factor, but I was definitely anxious. And, uh, it took so long, and I still tell people that like find confidence, and they think it's overnight when it took me three years. That's beautiful, and it's going to continue yeah. to grow. Yeah, confidence Jeez. is key, and it's also contagious. When you, if you choose to bring children into this world, right, mm-hmm. that's contagious. You will be able to bring that confidence to them, mm-hmm. and they'll be a step ahead of you. Right? It might not take them twenty three years to find it. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, like, and if I don't ever, I don't ever, I stop that. If my parents would have done this, mm, if yeah. so and so would have done that, but if I was raised a little different with different 
not many people in my family are confident in front of crowds and not confident, confident talking to people. Mm -hmm. Many of them had never gone out to a public restaurant until like 20, 25 years old. Wow. Like it's crazy. And I grew up with that mindset. You know, I never really had much and I wasn't out there. They never led me to believe that I wouldn't become anything. They always did the opposite. They always told me I would. Mm -hmm. I never knew what it was. It. Right. Mm, yeah, yeah. But like seeing your life a different way is it's completely different. Like they never actually did any of that. So why would I like? Yeah. Never had the confidence to go out and do anything like that. Right. You know, right. Seriously. Yeah. Yo, Connor, I was going to ask you what you're finding joy in, but I just I feel like this is just a good transition. So, <laughs> you know, you could tell us real quick, I guess. Yeah, not nah, kind of we find joy in. Alley you. I mean different things, obviously. Uh, I really like playing music. That's really fun. Um, what do you play? Piano, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, and guitar and hmm. stuff. But I like just like sitting in my room and like when I make something that I think is dope. Like I really like that feeling. Yeah. Um, and I really like kicking it with my girlfriend too. There we go. Shout out to Alex. It was like Alex. Was Alex. <laughs> for like. I don't know, we had chill for a while, and the other night it was just like really, really nice. Like we hanging out for a couple hours, and it was just like been like eight years, right? Yeah, seven. Dang. Better answer those FaceTime calls. <laughs> <laughs> His phone wasn't working. His phone wasn't working. Yeah, phone That's was dope. broken. We can definitely vouch for that. Yes. Yeah. No, I love that though. Um, just listening to you speak, I was getting chills too. Um. And we obviously we need to transition a bit, but we will have you on the show again. Yeah, appreciate it. Question, real yeah. quick. Ali mentioned like to check out your your TED talk that you yeah, did anything. recently. Can you tell us a little about that and where we could find it? Oh yeah, I actually just ran into the the person that ran TED talk outside. Um, it's not out yet. They're still going through the editing phase. Maybe okay. when this drops, oh, it'll come at the same time. That What's was that? Ali, the guy that was with Ali, he ran it. Oh no no no! It was um it was Jackie. She oh, she okay. ran Never it. Mind. Yeah. Never mind. she ran it. Uh, she's the one that I submitted my form to. Nice. Uh, video. Yeah, it was the most surreal. I never like saying things that I'm proud of because proud is a really sticky word for me. Like pride, that's yeah. a really weird word for me. Um, but that's like my proudest moment. That's dope. Yeah, I spoke on something that it's going to be coming out. I'm going to make it available on all platforms, mm -hmm. Facebook. Uh, make sure it's on Instagram. I'm going to run with this for a little while. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, snippets and things like that. And it'll be, it's going to be TEDxNewberg.com. I think we're going to release it on there. It's going to be on YouTube. Um top 10 greatest things I've ever accomplished. Really? I think it's going to be that way for the rest of my life. Yes. I spoke, uh, so you probably, you're probably aware you've been, uh, for known you for years. Yeah, yeah. So like, you're probably aware that I have a background. I have mental health, like all these things. I love to speak on it. I love to be funny. I love to do all these different things, but nobody ever really seen where was it previous? Like mm -hmm. what, ha when did that happen? And this was a turning point in my life. And I finally spoke you on spoke it. Spoke on it? Yeah, in front of a crowd, and it was that's the dope. most. That's free, and that's I've awesome. never been that good. transparent. Ooh. Yeah, it felt good, and it's gonna feel scary even... as hell, though. To watch it, oh <laughs> man! Yeah, there was phone calls before this, like, "Yo, is it okay if I release this? Like, because you're gonna be made public, and I hope y'all put on blast." It's like, really, I had to tell some dark stories. That's wow. it, man. I can't wait, yo. Yeah, that's exciting. Say man. that. Say that again. TEDx. TEDx Newberg. Newberg. Now yeah, it was actually filmed Newberg. Dot com. TEDxNewberg.com. Yeah, 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 I'm going to have all the links. I have a specific time. Um, yeah, it was That's good, man. Feeling. It's feel good. It felt, yeah, it felt incredible. Two years prior to that, I had always said I wanted to do a TED Talk. Ali gave the TED Talk in Rochester. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, that was um, good. He came back and one of our first encounters was like, yo, 
I like idolized it. I was like, yo, I want to be like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be on the stage. And well, then you are now. Was, yeah. And you are. And you and never, never know what young blood exactly. you're inspiring never. right now. You got to say everything that comes to mind. You have to laugh at everything that comes mm-hmm. to mind. You got to tell every, we are in the age where we can post that and we got to use it for good. Like yeah. you got to, I don't care if you get 10 views on something. One no of those matter. views is going to change your life. Exactly. Exactly. And we got to break down the walls, right? My mom and I were just talking about this too, where we're working on a project <laughs> Dave. Yo, Connor, she leaving. Us. It is like. Yo, Connor, yeah, y'all need up. to start something. <laughs> y'all, need a, y'all need a second host. <laughs> yo, for real, yo, come yo, through. Directly, yeah, while, while, while I take my leave. But like, we were talking about how people, so many people put up these facades. And I understand you got to sometimes have a poker face. Mm-hmm. But like, what are we teaching our young people if everything is fake, right? Like, actually, um, who was it? Michelle Obama was talking about this. She was like, People suffer and yep. go through things. And when we act like that there isn't suffering happening, young people think that it's a fairy tale, mm. right? So Michelle and former President Barack Obama made sure that their daughters knew their struggles. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like I woke up and became president. Because when you think that way, your image is skewed and you've got, you know, if you don't see your parents have conversations and arguments, you think sometimes, if, if you come from a two-household family, because not right. everyone does, I'm speaking from me, it was great to see that my parents had disagreements. Otherwise, I'm growing up thinking things are a fairy tale and that when I find my husband that it's like he's the one, things are perfect, and it works because of love. Relationships don't last because of love. It lasts because you put work into it. Mm. And that goes with everything. And so like hearing you, and we don't know exactly what you're talking about yet, and we can't wait to see it. Right. But from what you just shared, I know it wasn't just like, I'm Josh, and I've been this way, mm. and I've always loved to talk in front of people. You're mm. sharing your struggles, yeah. and it's important to show people that. And it, that's something I'm learning with, too, because once again, what we talked about before, people see like this certain nausea, but I cry, I laugh, I got situations that I'm not supposed to have. Terrible. <laughs> anyway, I think it's beautiful. Yo, Josh, you're dope. We're going to ask you a couple Appreciate questions, you. and yeah, we're going to yeah. go for a run. Yeah. I know that you, shout out to Beacon High track <laughs> team. Beacon High track team. All state, all state. So we're going to go for all a run. All league, all conference, whatever it was. You, you and know, Tori. I still got the plaques, and I still dust them off, but I don't know what they say. Go, I don't bro. know what they say. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> all right, Joshua, Josh, what does the phrase underrepresented representatives mean to you? Uh, to me, I did check my email. Prepping. My man. Um... To me, it means a lot of society. Society as the ones that aren't. Like, so when you look at people that actually are represented, right? And there's all these different webs of it. Like, you can say just Mm African-Americans, right? You can put that on your table. There's a lot underneath that would need to dive into more. Mm -hmm. And they're not being represented in the right way. Um, you could say that about women. Like there's a lot of things that we can speak on for women that they're not being represented right. But we feel as though if we speak on that one topic that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what it really meant was just being from a Hispanic background. I saw life a certain way. And then when real life hit me, it was completely opposite. Mm. You know, they're very close-knit families that are extremely religious, my family at least. And I ended up, being a little bit opposite in terms of the religious aspect of it. But as far as being close knit, not every family is close knit. And they're like, there's a lot of people out there that don't have that. And they're just seeking comfort in somebody else. Mm. I know it's deep. Like you could talk for hours on that, but yeah, there's a lot of people out there that aren't necessarily represented in like everyday life, not just on whatever we see on social media and things like that, but just everyday life people aren't being represented for. Yeah. That's what you talk about, Dave. Yeah. 
it's all over. And there's a lot of them. Like you can speak for a lot of different people out there. Mm, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm like, I'm so full right now. This is awesome. Ramadan fasting all day, but I feel full. Let's get no, it. That's crazy, yo. Kudos to you for being able to do that too. Like you are. That's beautiful. My job is that's doing beautiful. a voluntary one. This yeah, girl that is Muslim. She's like having people sign. Up. I told her I help her out in the morning. I can't. I can't go the whole day. It's tough, and it's yeah. it's it's so mental though. Yeah, but it very you know. much so is mental. Yeah, it is mm. very, but. You're also conditioned because people bodies are conditioned a certain way. If you throw that curveball at them, they're not really gonna understand. Take Ex- it. Exactly, mm. and it's like, and we can do it because we believe in it. Yeah. If you're not doing it for anything, yo, I'll if it's a regular day, I'm hungry. I mean, especially being vegan, like yeah. I eat multiple meals a day. Like I'm hungry in two hours. Eat a lot but more. But because it's for something for me, like, and I know what I'm fasting for, it's nothing. Easy. It's easy. Yeah. There's a. I, I just want to throw this out there. There's an NBA basketball player right now that. Yep. He's, Portland? Yeah, Portland. Yeah, Yo, you didn't think I knew. You didn't think I knew. Yeah, shout out. Uh, Enos Cantor. Oh, Cantor. Yeah, Cantor. Oh, sure. So he stops eating 3.20 a.m., goes all day without consuming anything, plays a basketball game without drinking a drop of water. If you play sports- And he had a separated shoulder. And he had a separated shoulder. If you play sports, you understand how hard that is no. to even, like, it's I wild. need my pregame. I need vitamin C. I need orange yeah. juice. Like, I need my sugars up, like- this man is, and he's balling. Like he's doing big things balling. for them. He's a he's an integral piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's wild. It's, it's it's mental. You know, because you're not gonna if you drink enough water. I'll drink like a couple bottles before, from the hours of four a.m. to seven. I go to the bathroom so many times. Mm-hmm. And my mom was. I worked out. I've been working out this Ramadan. She's like during the day, you know, because I need to. And I feel it feels like I'm gonna die, but then I realize I'm not because I have water in my body. I'm good. Right. I'm good. Yeah. Ali used to fast during um, football season. Yeah. You know. That's I fasted during volleyball season. Yeah. I wasn't, I mean, it was not hard. Mm. I wasn't a volleyball player that was actually losing my breath. Like, it was cool. Yeah, it wasn't sweating. Was it watching. wasn't sweating. I wasn't breaking a sweat, you know. But it's tough. Like, that. What, what, what's his name again in the NBA? He was Cantor. Yeah, Cantor. Yeah. Like, shout out to my future husband, you know what I mean? Like, he's doing the thing. <laughs> he's married or nah? Nah, I don't think so. He's going through some things with the Turkish government yeah, right now. Oh, let me yeah. get me a, get me a little, little hey, NBA a, player, uh, Steph Curry. Aisha, he's she labeled me. as a terrorist. It's crazy. Oh, One of the people oh, are speaking crazy. up for people. Talk about underrepresented representative. Like, he is speaking up for people out there in his country. And because he's speaking up on them, he can't family. go back. They're not playing. He can't go back to see his family. They're not playing his games. They're in the Western Conference Finals. These boys are balling, and they can't play his games in another country because of his views. We need to get to season two already because there's so much we need to talk about. Yeah, right. It's ridiculous. Right. What's the next question? All right, yeah, next question. question? Yo, keep going. Do you consider this, yo, this Producing. is season finale. I like that. <laughs> and I like that. Yo, especially as an Structure. actor, I want a director like to tell me I like being told what to do. My mom my mom disagrees. I like it though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I like I being relax, told relax, what to do. Relax, relax, relax. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Next question. <laughs> Dave King, yo, the handcuffs, Connor, cut Actually, cut that out, okay? Yeah, cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. For real. Dang. All praise. Stop loss. Ramadan. All right. Do you, a stop loss means I seek forgiveness. Gotcha. All right. Do you consider yourself a leader in your respective community? If so, why? Uh, again, I'm with Ali. Titles are very difficult. True. Um, I'll say this. Leaders, true leaders, don't want to be a leader. Mm. That's the, the biggest thing. I think Ali is a true leader. And I will say that till the day. I will follow that man through anything that he goes through. He can lead me into darkness, and I will trust that he's taking me somewhere great because that's just the love that I have for him. He's a leader. Um, I don't know if I consider myself a leader. I'm just, I guess, an example. Like, I'm an example. I I consider myself that more than anything. Um, 
but leaders are like being a leader is something that again many of them don't want to do and it's because like to me do you want me to give my definition of a leader please yeah so a definition my definition of a leader is somebody who is experienced somebody who is extremely extremely transparent and uh they're accountable accountable and if you can have all those three things if you don't want to be a leader you're still a leader if you're experienced accountable and you're transparent um if you could tell somebody a boss is not a leader he can tell you go clean the floor or she he or she (laughs) they them no they 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 can't tell you like clean the floor Yeah. yeah right and you're gonna wonder why but if they were to tell you clean the floor because somebody fell yesterday and I had to mop the floor like 30 times in the past month, past month, believe you, you're going to go and mop that yeah, floor. Yeah, context. Right? Exactly. Context. Well, when context a leader's willing it. to do what they ask their constituents yeah, or whatever to do. Yeah, without, even without yeah. asking when they do, if you get out, if you, it's crazy how many people are going to get out of your, get out of the car and start helping you push your car when they see you pushing your car. Exactly. If you're not, why are they going to help you? Mm-hmm. They're, you're leading, but they're like. Yeah. yeah. They want to see you lead by example. Yeah. And a, and a title doesn't make someone a leader. You could be the principal of a school and not be a leader. Oh, yeah. You can be, you know, a mother or a father and not be a leader. I do think, though, oh, and, and you definitely aren't searching for, you know, you're not, you're not a leader because you say you are. And yeah, even if you don't say it. title. Exactly. I do think it is okay, especially when you have that experience, to have confidence and be able to say it. You know, you're not saying it every day, but I feel, I do feel, I'm probably going to text her this. If I were to ask my mom this question, she might, you know what? She might not be like, she like, she might say like maybe, but I think that if she really sat long and hard because in her 64 years, she started to realize, you know what? It is okay to be proud of the things I've done. She spent most of her life not doing it for the accolades or anything. And I think now she's finally at the place where she's like, I do help the community a lot. Mm. And I think now she'd be able to say it, but she has that accountability. Now she has that experience and she's transparent and she realizes what you said about confidence because believe it or not, and if you guys know Miss Muhammad, you're like, you know, we are a product of our parents. She was a shy individual, not talking to people. You know what I mean? Like, like in a corner, a a true wallflower. And she's grown so much and helped other people to grow that she's a leader. And I think that she would consider herself that now. Because she's gone through it. She and helping. she created leaders by choice. I yeah, see her you face. See me, you see me tight over here. I'm boiling. He's boiling. You're still a leader though, Dave. <laughs> You're still he a didn't, leader. He didn't get into LBC. In. She didn't let me in. Yeah. <laughs> mom. All praise. <laughs> Chill. All right. No time to think, Josh. You heard Ali do it. Dang. Recognizing bias. <laughs> Jump funny. in if you have anything, Dave. I got you. You got it. All right. You got your own show. You got For- it. Yo, chill. Yeah. That's the video. I'm gonna get you on. I just want to see this video it's so bad. Yeah, like, right. you got your own show. I need you. I need to see. Sorry, man. Improve. All right. Whatever first words or phrase, whatever comes to your mind. Culture. I love. Beacon. Oh, my heart. People. Beautiful. Book smarts or street smarts. Both. Mm. Dang. Yeah, both. Chocolate vanilla or swirl. <laughs> Swirl. Swirl, baby. Swirl. Yes. AOL. AOL. A rapper name. Okay. Word, yo. Internet. Dial up. So, Oh, that's a real internet? Yeah. Unnecessary. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Unnecessary. Social media is unnecessary. Okay. Internet is beneficial. Chinese food. Oh. 
Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Rich. Never. Clothing. Used. What was that? Used. Go for used clothing used. first. I, I, I'm starting to find that we, there's no need to keep on going. Go and get in new clothes if you really don't need to. Mm-hmm. Good, Goodwill is a good place to Goodwill, shop. I shop at Goodwill all day. And use your clothes until they're just about to what? fall apart. And reuse them. Yeah. Reuse them, yeah. Yeah. And like you could make an old t-shirt into a bag. Into a tote bag. Mm. I'm not good at stuff like that, but I want to be. just throwing it out there. You can do it. I didn't do it. Yeah, You can can totally try it, but I'm just like, Like, I'm going to go buy mine. Yo, I took my orange peels in in vinegar and I made a cleanser. I'm so DIY now. Yeah, but like, that's a beautiful thing. That's what I'm saying. Use doobors. She's doing so much without me. I'm so jealous. (laughs) We got to move in together. All right, meat. (laughs) 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 Nah, no. Veganism. Do it. Yes. Do your research. Do it. That's Google it. Google I'm, it. I'm, I'm yeah, me. nah, do it for sure. Right. Love. Necessary. Identity. I tell <laughs> self. If I self identity. I like the giggles in between. Wellness. Necessary. Mental Yowie. mental wellness. Yahweh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, word. I'm thinking necessary for everything. I'm doing checks and minuses over here. <laughs> your girlfriend. My life. Aww. Yeah, my life. My Aww. blood. And I also. Shout out to her because a lot of this, like, for so long, everybody always says, like, every great man has a woman behind him. Nah. She's beside me or in front of me at all times. My like, man. she is never Smart man right me. here. Yes. And Very smart. Yeah, I, I could, I could um, back with, again, going back to Ali when you asked him about the apartment and, like, she's full-fledged. That apartment is that way because our home is that way because of her. A lot of my life, like she makes it possible for me to go out and do things like this. I'm able to go down to the city on my days. Uh, mm. when I, even when I don't got time, she finds time for me. You know, she puts everything to the side. And it's beautiful because relationships are not 50-50. They're like 80-20 some days. Mm-hmm. And other days when she's not able to do something, I'm cleaning the house. I'm taking care of everything. Like we have to start to realize that too. Relationships are beyond mm. like consensual too. Like friendships, you got to be 80-20. You got to reach. That's dope. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Connor, confirm or deny? <laughs> he, confirmed, he, gave, he gave me a nod. He said, nod, 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 yes. Yes. I love that. And I, I just love the love that's being shared with like significant others and stuff on this podcast today. This is really beautiful. I think it's, Dang, it's, Dave, we need to step it up. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's becoming more, it's becoming more. Um, it's cool now. Yeah. And it's all, it's like, hip, it's just rap. Rap. Right? Once rappers get into a relationship, now everybody wants one. But you it's know, amazing. You know, it's, it's not amazing. About like, I love it. Anymore. When you pump it up, like, yes, it's yeah. okay not to call a female the B word. Yeah. It's like, and it's, I think we're all at that age now where we're understanding that, like, we weren't ready for that before. Yeah, we you know, grow. It's yeah. growth. We're finally That's all. At the point where, like, I'm taking all that and I'm thinking about it, and like, yo, I'm finally. You hear, you hear, like a a song with someone talking about their bag and bad. It's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, that's whatever. cool. Whatever. I'll listen to that when I'm getting hype in the gym. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, Josh, we know, we know you're bullshit. Last yeah. last word mm-hmm. or words. This no time to think. Mm-hmm. This podcast. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> yo. This for real. So, um. I want to thank y'all because this is something that is necessary. Y'all really, really are stepping up and you're having people on it that you're talking about things that need to be talked about. And so many people are saying, I want to start a podcast and y'all have a podcast. You didn't start it. You have one. Appreciate it. Um, And and you're talking about 
Yeah, it took you time. He t- he 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 hounded me. Yeah, yeah. Everything everything happens when it's supposed to. No that's what the person that's always late says. <laughs> um, everything happens when it's supposed to. Right. Yeah, and y'all stepped up to the plate and are doing this, and I can't wait to see this grow and flourish. Oh, thank and you there's so a much. Lot of, there's you. a lot of people out there that want to be in the position to start podcasts and never do because of whatever reason. Hopefully, we can yeah. get them on here and get them started. Yes, right. let's go and get to give that infectious, mm-hmm. courageous. <laughs> yes, feed it into confident, that. confidence, Josh. You know, we did this earlier in this episode, but we are so appreciative of it. you being here. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. You, didn't hear it. You, didn't hear it. you are incredible. Well, no, and- no, no. He's our hometown hero. Ooh. Ooh. See? Yo, go ahead. <laughs> Let me start something new. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Ali might have been the underrepresented representative of the week, but you are our hometown hero appreciate you. of the week. So we appreciate you being on here and sharing your story. Looking forward to the TEDx.newberg.com. Um, definitely excited for that. <laughs> definitely excited for that, man. And keep sharing your story. And you. you are making an impact. Like just being, I didn't know much about you, but mm-hmm. I can feel your energy. And I know you're genuine about it. I met, I knew you in like high school. I was always aware of people right, and who likewise. they are. Faces, yeah. I never forget faces. But just hearing your story, I know you got something. And you're going to make a big impact no matter appreciate what. You. And like you said, if as long as you're not posting on social media for like the likes, which mm-hmm. it sounds like you're not, you're just posting for that one person to be impacted by it. Even right. if you just had ten views, keep doing that because that's what we need more of. Appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you for inspiring. Yeah. Thank you for believing in yourself. Yeah. And just remember, you are worth it. You are worth it. Everybody needs to feel that. Everybody listening. Yowie. to feel that. You are worth it. Whatever you're thinking about doing right now, just get up and do it. Stop. No more. Just do I have it. an idea. Yeah. Just do it. Stop telling social media, I'm about to do this. Nobody uh, yes. cares. Just do it. Just do it. Stop. What The second that you stop posting about what you're going to do, you're going to start doing it. Exactly. Yo, that is the most crucial thing that I've learned I deleted so Instagram for a week and got a lot done. Mm. Yo, you get so much done. And as soon mm. as you stop saying like, I got this idea. Don't tell anybody. Just go out and do it. If it fails, it fails. It's yes. beautiful. My dad that. always said growing up, don't put on tomorrow what you can do today. Done. Do it now. Yeah. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do it. If you want to be a guest on season two of Underrepresented oh, Representatives, hit up. <laughs> Dang, we don't got that we yet. Got Slide in our DMs. DSQ322 at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Email us. Follow us on, on the gram. <laughs> Underrept Reps. We love you. Thank you. Love do y'all. what you got to do. One love. Yo, Connor, play that music. Hey, yo, DJ D-Rex. <laughs> from that beat. My oh, man, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, that was good. Yes, Thank awesome. you. I can't wait to hear the TED Talk. You're great. You. Uh, I think yeah, it's cool how it worked out. Like, the one episode is long, I'm sure. But, like, it's going to be long, yeah, which is